Oh boy, everyone's in the wrong order. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh lord. There we yeah, go. close That's enough. <laughs> oh, good lord Jesus. Welcome to the cop. <laughs> the currently unnamed podcast where we put the T in reality and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, a say something gay. Gay. Thank you, everyone. Um, <laughs> today, I am drinking a uh, pumpkin cream cold brew that I did not uh, pay for myself because uh, I got a gift card. Um, yeah. Slay. And Halloween's not for another six hours, but I know something about being pumped king. Eris <laughs> Envy, the punk rock carry fairy from York. And I'm drinking some kind of coffee. I think it might be pecan latte. I don't know, but I'm enjoying it in this lovely pumpkin mug that is working really well for my eye infection. Good. Okay. Oh. <laughs> are we ready to get ooky? Are we ready to get kooky? And are we ready to get spooky, y'all? <laughs> my name is Don Stone. I am the Galaxy Gamer Girl of Central Florida. And today I am drinking water out of a studded black Starbucks cup. Ooh, this yay. is the vibe for today. This is what we're giving because it's Dragula. So, yeah, slay. Period. Of the times I've been on here, I still don't have an intro for myself, so <laughs> I don't know what the hell I can do. And you were a host. You were a host for a series. Listen. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. He said, he said not today. <laughs> Anyways, not I am Brandon. All I am drinking is water today because hydration is important, so... It's fine. That's your intro. You always say that. Well, yeah, but there's sometimes <laughs> I'm drinking um, Advanced GG, so. A, a great choice. Mm-hmm. Advanced GG good? Ooh. Not Advanced GG good. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. My name is Jack. I am a Twitch streamer, a coffee addict, a college student, a game designer. I use any pronouns, so as long as you're respectful, use whatever the hell you want. Uh, and I am drinking water because um, I forgot this was happening and came in 20 minutes late. But we're starting about an hour late, so it doesn't matter. Oh, God. I just looked at the time. <laughs> oh, also, uh, I, I flossed my teeth. That's the only thing that changed. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on, dental hygiene. <laughs> And I'm Audrey. The only thing that could bring me out of hiatus is Dracula. Come on now. <laughs> Let's go. Dracula. <laughs> oh, is it me now? Okay. Uh, yeah. Hi, uh, I'm AJ. This is my first one, so I'm excited to be here. Uh, yeah, so I love Dracula, and All Stars is very exciting for me. I'm really happy to watch Titans. Uh, personally, though, I'm a college graduate who plays Smash Bros. way too much, and... Yeah, that's about it. Love. You sound like my ex. <laughs> oh, God. Also, I love that we fully had a full organized order, and then Jack said, hold my beer. <laughs> no one was talking! <laughs> well, it wasn't your turn! This is this is Jack's plain old hair and all in moment. Have your moment, Jack! Have it! Harris, why did you interrupt my plain old hetero Nordabuf girl? I am still, <laughs> I am still offended by that. <laughs> oh, I have no. the wig right here. I will do a redemption of it right now. Please don't. Well, well, Logan, usually when we have a new person, we usually have them go uh, last. Because you usually say, and who are you? 
<laughs> oh, that's so true. I forget that I do that, but yes, that normally happens. Okay. Anyway, AJ, welcome to the cup. Odd, welcome back. Uh, literally the only thing to bring you out of hiatus is Dracula. <laughs> it's true. I love Dracula. It's the best. By and we are. The meat yes. Almost I like she was resurrected. Well, it's not it, it, it counts. It counts. No. And in the words Boo. of in the words of Latrice Royale on the season four puppet challenge, well, girl, calm down because you're very spooky. <laughs> anyway, this is going to be a really interesting season because, at least for me, because this is my first time ever watching a full season of Dracula. That, yeah. So that's going to be a little bit interesting. That. I'll have very diff like I mean, I've watched an episode of Dracula before. Um, but it was the needle episode of season two. I got freaked out and I was like, I'm not going to watch this. And then um, now I'm back and I'm excited to watch it because now I can actually stand that kind of stuff. Yes. Like, yes the, the creepy I'm, stuff, not the drag. The drag is great. The drag is great. And I'm filling in for Raya Son today because Raya is not here. Um, that's my best Raya impersonation. The Yeti's got really her. Uh, so the Yeti's got her. Um, but we are here. Episode one. Dragula Titans, oh boy, a great episode and a shit challenge, in my personal opinion. What? Yeah, well, at least I shit agree. that they showed us. Like, I feel like, I mean, obviously we'll get to this, but yeah. the deciding of places, it really didn't matter. Like, everyone just was kind of, like, lip-syncing. But we it's will like... Were they lip-syncing, Odd? Were they lip-syncing? We will talk about multiple people who were not. It was the prompt, the prompt. A lot of people were lip-syncing. And a lot of people weren't. I just feel like and a this lot of is people were lip syncing badly, like Eris. Go shut up before I slap what's left of that peach fuzz off your head. Anyway, I have, I, have, I have none at the moment. I shaved my head the other day, so fuck you. Oh, finally. Uh, I don't want to hear it from you. Anyway. <laughs> God damn it. The gays are fighting again. It's fine. I've got like. The Haklugan girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. The Haklugan girls are What I need to pull as a reaction image now is uh, Coco and Kendra just like dying laughing. I, need, I love I'm going gonna to pull that one. We have a couple reaction images for Dragula now that I'm very excited about. We need uh, to get. We'll get into this. And also, <laughs> so I'm very happy to add to our arsenal, but we're going to talk about the whole episode. We're going to talk about the entrances. I want to start with the new twists. Because I feel like that's, a, that's actually where I started my notes uh, for no reason at all. Um, so if you're familiar with Dragula, things are very, very different because on this season, there are no exterminations. Yes. And instead, there is a fright feat at the start of every episode. And if you don't complete the fright feat, you go home. I love this because honestly, to me, the exterminations in the past, yes, they like if you didn't do it, obviously that meant that you went home. But I feel like if both of the people did it, it was like, okay, then they're really just going off of the challenge. Yeah, because you won. Or who stayed, I should say. And so I think this just makes it more uh, cohesive. I do have a prime example of this as well, is um, episode two of season four, Bert Betty versus um, 
Astrid. Because they both put all those fucking leeches all over themselves, but then they kept Betty, and Betty, you know, poo. And And even the needle challenge from, I mean, we brought that up earlier from season two. I feel like everyone did it, if I remember correctly. And then you still just randomly pick one person. And so I think this just makes more sense. Well, You still get it, but it's still... I do kind of disagree a little bit to like a small extent because I like the Fright Feet at the beginning of the episode. I think it's like a really good, like something that they should have in the show, but it just feels like they're trying too hard to make it feel too different from a normal season. Because if the, if that was the only thing, it was like, oh, you have a Fright Feet plus an extermination at the end. I would love that a lot more, but it just feels a bit like... They're just trying to change the format to make it the Titans format versus just another and, season of Dracula. But you know what? As a counter to that, like, because I do know how the format of the original Dracula works. If they're doing the Fright Feet first, this is the Titans. This is Dracula Titans. You need to be on another level. So if everybody is having to do the Fright Feet, that's just like, okay, you know what you're doing. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, this is how we're going to treat it. We're going to make it 10 times harder. Especially with someone like Erica in the clash who holds the title for like the most exterminations, I believe. I think yeah. she's tied with Madeline. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I do call her that intentionally. Uh, and also, uh, the important part that you just slightly glossed over there if someone does not complete the fight feat, they go home and someone else comes back. Well, I was going to bring that up, Jack, but thank you so much for bringing oh, that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I just wanted to prompt a discussion about it. But yes, so now that we're a week in, if someone does not complete the fight feat at the start of the next episode, the person who was eliminated in this episode gets to return to the competition. And for me personally, I hope that doesn't happen. We'll talk about it. I hope it doesn't happen for next episode. Imagine if someone didn't do the apple bobbing challenge this week, and then next week, Zochi Mochi just walks in being like, yeah, hi, they needed a replacement. Period! <laughs> I would love that. No, we need a replacement. You know who we call? Pinche. Yes! Felony <laughs> Doctor. Brandon, did you have any thoughts on the format? Because you were the only one that didn't say anything. Yeah, I, okay, this is interesting to me because, of course, the fact that um, people have potential to come back, which is a good opportunity. And with this, again, like everyone said, because it's a new f- type of format and it's Titans, All-Stars, if, if, would you want to put it? Like, it just is a different playing field for everyone now. So I don't, I just don't want, like, of course, the same old All-Star format that we usually see on typical reality TV. So this is like the like way to say, oh, this is something new for everyone instead of just keeping it the same for everyone. I have a question. Just as someone whose reality TV knowledge is stuck exclusively to Big Brother and Drag Race, is the All-Stars format of a TV show being different a Drag Race thing? Like, was Drag Race supposed to do that? I was like, other TV shows change the All-Stars um, format all the time. 
I think overall it's mainly Drag Race because like Survivor All Stars is same same thing. Big Brother All Stars is the same thing mostly. Yeah, because what when the the first season of Survivor All Stars was the first time they had the three tribes, and that was supposed to be like the big All Stars twist. But like they usually they'll do like a tiny thing to change the format Mm -hmm. a little bit. But Survivor also just changes the format every season a little bit, so it kind of doesn't really stand out too much. But Amazing Big Race Bro- All Stars is like the same as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be like they'll they'll be like minor changes. Sorry, Jack. Yeah, yeah. The only things that will really change is like, oh, there's an extra competition here that you have to compete in, or oh, we've cast these specific people to fit this theme. The actual straight up like format change entirely has been relegated to drag race style things mm-hmm. and it showed its influence yeah because yeah. here's something as like someone who's done and did an infinite amount of drag competitions on instagram and youtube when i was younger they would come up with the weirdest fucking all-stars format to try and not copy drag race it would be like the top two will lip sync and then they'll choose the bottom two if they win and then that bottom two will lip sync and then the bottom two will pick a name out of a hat and that person goes home and it's like i did so many of those fucking competitions at this point it's like i don't i'm not particularly fussed for an all-stars format change i didn't like when drag race changed from the lip sync for your legacy format um well, no, I like lip sync, lip sync for legacy. I don't like the lip sync assassin bullshit, but um, I Titans, don't mind it. I'm interested. I don't mind the lip sync assassin format. I know this isn't about drag race, so I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I don't mind the lip sync assassin format solely because, like, specifically on season six, season five, they did not know what they were doing for all stars. <laughs> yeah. But with season six, when they formulated the song specifically for the queen that was going to be performing, that is what made the Lip Sync Assassin format work for me personally. The only thing I don't like about it is that it completely screwed over Jan mentally, but that's a personal yeah. opinion. I digress. Rest in peace, Jan. <laughs> we can't go a single goddamn episode of anything without Dawn mentioning Jan's word. Look, shall, we go, shall we get to the end? If the love is there, if the love is there, YOLO. It's not love, it's obsession at this point. Yes, God, Mooma. <laughs> Mooma. Yes, God, Mooma. Love that. All right, let's talk about entrances. And I pulled these photos myself, so don't judge me. Was this the first season that they, they've done entrances? I think so, right? Like this. Season, season four. They did? Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't remember. I was like, is yeah, this Yeah, because um, Mary Cherry walked in first. Oh, you're right. They had to do the like haunted house. The old, old yeah. mother hubbard of drag. Old, 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 old mother hubbard. Let's hey. start with motherfucking Coco Kane. Is she the square root of sixty-five? Because girl, she hate. She did so good. It's ten ten. I mean, this is just Coco Kane. <laughs> Exactly, not only as we expect her, but also as she should be. Stunning and just perfect. And it was smart, too. I thought that they brought Coco in first. Because I feel like, I mean, obviously, Coco, um, 
was one of the narrators, I feel like, of episode one. And so to just have, like, the through line of her being there from the start, I think, was accurately a good decision. Um, Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Someone go. AJ. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, is I feel like Coco is probably going to have a deep run on the season just based off of this. Like, because normally, at least for me, whenever the first person to come in usually goes pretty far, like the producer, it's somebody the producers want you to remember. And based off that, I think Coco is going to be having a really good season. And I love this promo look. It's probably my favorite look she's had on the either season of the show. Just as um, I head out, uh, Coco uses a them. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Knew them. Um, uh, but yeah, Coco looks fantastic. Yes. Pronouns are on screen because we keep misgendering people on drag shows. And that's all of us. That's not just one isolated incident. So they're now going to be in the ticker at the bottom. So that way, mostly I can remember. Um, it's, it's fun with this cast specifically because you have a 70% chance of using they and it being correct. Okay. Love that energy. And there's like there uh, there were only two people I think that didn't list pronouns on Instagram. Oh, and then I, everybody else uses she. So hello, sorry, just to interject. Um, Coco did actually tweet. I was just searching just to double check this. Oh. Uh, they are comfortable with they them and she her pronouns. Period. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Noted. Let's go. Well, then, she. And I'm gonna go change that real quick. Anyway, this bitch ate. Period. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I. Oh. Boots the house down. Um, Brandon, you go first. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, how they start at the entrances for everyone, like, just starting, coming out from a casket, and then uh, coming in. That is so smart. I, love I If I could just jump in and say this, my favorite entrances of all the entire Dracula franchise is season two, when they pull them all in in body, body bags and just unzips yeah. them. That was I wish they would do that again. Even, I don't think it... Pl- it gives them enough time to narrate intros, though. Like, if you watch season two, we don't really get to meet Bellany as a result of those entrances. Yeah. Um, but I fucking miss that, because that was so cool. I absolutely love Coco Kane. I did not watch Dragula season four, but this is the first time that I was able to be around Dragula being, like, around. So I did see, like, the promo looks and see who was out. And the person who stood out to me on the season four promo was Coco Kane. I was excited to hear about what she was going to do in this competition and to hear that she was like the drama at the end of it, like with the whole reunion. And that's like, that's the energy that I needed. So I'm really excited to see her here in this competition. Something that I picked up on actually that Coco uh, Coco came said was Coco was like, oh, I'm going to try and be more professional this season. I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking you were professional on your season. You were just putting up with Mary Sherry. Like, I don't yeah. think Coco really did much wrong in her season. No. And I think she was a good professional drag performer. Well, we talked earlier, too, about, like, uh, um, instances where, like, the extermination ultimately didn't really matter. And I feel similarly with Coco's um, extermination challenge on season four, because, like, hi. I also consider that the worst extermination of all time, in my personal opinion. Bull riding, riding a mechanical bull. I also hate the fact that 
Yeah, because they've done this a couple times, too, where they make the entire cast just does the extermination, mm-hmm. but only, like, certain people are up for elimination. I hate that. Like, that, that Me feels, too. like, it's supposed to be an elimination challenge, and I get, like, if you did it, like, Final Four or something like that, like, hey, sure. you're not up for elimination, but, like, have fun. But that was, like, she was, at fourth boo on season four or something like Third. that? Third. Third boo. Like, that's really early in the season to be doing that, and also they never did it again for the rest of the season, to my knowledge, if I remember and, correctly. Yeah. In my opinion, like, if you can do it where everyone is competing, it should be a fright feat. Yeah, and that's why I'm happy we have the fright feat twist. I like exterminations, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but I think everyone having to do everything just adds, like, an additional element of it. I was also going to say, we have almost every third boot of Dragula represented on this season. <laughs> we see. Coco, Kendra, and Yovska. All we're missing is... Um, Loris and Zochi. No, Foxy. Foxy. Who should have been on this cast, point blank and the period. But um, unless anyone has any other thoughts, we're going to move to scores for context for people that don't know, and mostly AJ. Um, we we score looks uh, based on how full your cup is. It can be a numerical number. It can be just a feeling. Um, it could be a random metaphor of something. Um, typically we use numerical values, but do whatever, uh, your heart feels is the best. Um, we're going to start with Brandon. Yeah, this, this is a, this was really nice for me. Um, I'm going to give this a 95. I'm going to give it a full. I'm going to say, full. I'm going to go 95. I mean, this is quintessential Coco. I'm going to say full. I'm going to say full as well because the energy she brought, like whenever the casket opened, it just was fully encapsulating. So full. Honestly, y'all are underselling this. My cup fucking runneth over with this. Oh my Ooh. God. Like, runneth over. Period. Runneth over. That. Period. And I, sorry, just to quickly interject, I just need you all to know that Foxy is doing really well these days and looking fucking sickening. Oh, yeah. If you don't follow Foxy Ajoué on socials, do it. Is that how you pronounce the last name? Yeah. I've never watched season one. I haven't watched season one. Okay, so we're going to go back at some point and we're going to, we're going to do a, uh, a refill, if you will. I think that's what I want to call. Oh. The cup refill. The cup refill. Mm -hmm. That's cute. (laughs) Um, I thought of I thought of that the other day, and I was like, "Wait, that's really cute." Um, because now we have Dragula season one, which is now on Shutter, thankfully, and um, and it's updated. I think each episode realistically has like five, ten, up to fifteen minutes of additional content, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I do believe they've um, filmed confessionals for this season. Yeah, um, we have. Dragula season one on the list, as well as Drag Race Thailand season two. Those are the two that we have currently on the list. Anyway, mm-hmm. Melissa motherfucking Eve Pierce. I'm starting. I don't give a single fuck. This is my other bitch. Coco is my bitch. Melissa is my other bitch. When I found out Melissa was on this cast, I was so thrilled. And I'm going to bring the entertainment that we all have been waiting to see. And guess what? She did. Melissa definitely won. Melissa definitely won the episode for me. Like Melissa's commentary, I think just like Coco, it was like fully throughout. Both are definitely gonna be narrators throughout the season. Melissa was 
incredible. Because Melissa, coming from season one, it's like TV-wise, you're like, okay, like what is she going to bring now? But she was yeah. perfect. I mean, loved. The look, it's fine. <laughs> I yeah, it's fine. Great. I think she looks gaggy. Oh, no, I'm living for this. I don't She's know ready for anything. On. The hair curl in the live. front with the yeah. uh, with the beading on top is just magical. I'm, I'm someone who lives for that squiggly hair that's really trendy right now when it comes to drag. And this look, when I tell you, when I saw that hair and those horns come out, I was like, oh... She is here. Like, I know she's from Dragula season one, and I didn't see, like, literally like, maybe a couple snippets of what it used to look like. And, like, this yeah. is, like, literally an evolution. Like, I, like, this is the evolution that I needed to see. This is what the, the quality of drag that I, uh, you know? Yeah. The proper evolution there. Yeah, very that. Yeah, I saw a lot of people online talking about how Melissa is finally Dragula, as like the as like the adjective Dragula, and I hate that because Melissa on season one was constantly told she wasn't Dragula enough, and I think the two things I remember from season one more than anything else is uh, Vander in the skeleton look, and I think of Melissa with her bloody pussy rosary. Those are like the two things I think of. I just think about and so like, And so, yeah, so I just love Sochi. But, um, scores, Brandon? Yeah, this outfit, like, I love the wig. Like, um, never I got to really discuss my outfit. It's, it's just that, that, um, that V there was... I wish it was more black. I wish it was black there. I can't. I can't tell what the design, but um, I think it's supposed to be a new delusion. Maybe I think it needs. Um, it needs that structure to keep up, probably. Yeah, but this was this was good for me. Um, yeah, I'll give this a eighty-five. Um, I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna give it a full as well. I really like this. I'm realistically going to give this a 90, but I'm so excited to see Melissa twirl and swirl on the season. Um, I know I, I didn't really speak about her before, before we did scores. Right, no, that's one of the dog. Logan, you take over. Okay. Um, I, I hate it. Um, I'm going to give... I'm going to mute this dumb bitch. So we can hear... <laughs> Um, he decided not to fucking mute. Um, I'm gonna give this a 90. I'm gonna agree. Um, I don't love the nude part in the middle. Um, but otherwise, I think Melissa looks fabulous. Jack. Um, I mean, the thing is, I love this so much. <laughs> But when I'm specifically looking at this image, the nude is so obvious. I think, uh, obviously, if it was farther away, I think it'd be better. For me, it's it's going to be a 90. I will just interject and say it's very hard to find a nude match fabric, especially yes. when you're not a white person. Yeah. So I don't fault Melissa for that. Yeah, And even white, I, even white, even white people don't do it well, a.k.a. Yeah. Pixie Polite. 
Would you leave pigs Andrew polite? <laughs> what I will say is Melissa's tights match her skin perfectly. Yeah. AJ? Um, I'll be honest. I really don't like this look at all. Um, oh! Because well, I, I, the thing is, I watched the premiere. I'm like, okay, Coco's bringing it. And then Melissa came out. I'm like, oh, okay. It, it, it It's just a unitard with some horns. Okay. Um, It just didn't, like, I'm not saying she didn't feel dragula enough. I hate that. Because, like, like yeah. the boys say, it's not their job to critique your drag. It's just yeah. how you interpret the challenge within your personal expression. But for me, it just didn't do it personally for me. So I'm going to say it's, like, at most half full today. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I wish I'd gotten odd score before um, she left oh, us momentarily. Actually, but... Before we move on, just because like I didn't mm. get, I didn't say a right lot about Melissa, I am so excited for the confessionals from Melissa uh, because <laughs> Melissa doesn't let shit slide, as we fucking see from episode one. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I think one of the casting requirements for Dracula Titans was to fail the psychobals. Oh <laughs> yeah, clearly by the people they cast, I would agree with you. Um, I'm also very excited to see Melissa both in and out of drag because that is a that is an attractive man. T. That is an attractive man. I was like, sloppy. Oh. Everyone's favorite otter, Eva Destruction. Okay. I'm just gonna say it. This is my favorite promo. This is my favorite uh, opening. Like, I love this look so much. This is amazing. Why? I don't even know. It's just, I love it so much. It's giving me, like, cats, kind of, in a weird way. Not like, cats. the Broadway fucking don't, cats. Don't demean Eva Destruction by comparing her to cats. <laughs> but no, like, you tell me, if you ever seen the freaking, like, 80s pro shot of cats, this doesn't oh, give I you, have. like, a, yeah, it gives you a little bit, right? No. Kind of gives me, like, kiss and cats, like, thrown no, together. No, I, I get I what love, you're I, I mean, I love, I, I love this energy for you. I don't see it, but... I guess the only way I can see it is, like, the shoulder pieces. Yeah. That, that I guess, is very reminiscent, but otherwise I'm not catching The shoulder there. pieces and the katsu. I'm so excited for Eva to be here because, um... Mommy, um... <laughs> wow, is no. anybody surprised that Eric... Has- <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't no, worry. because my, like my roommate equally as attracted to Eva Destruction, so don't worry. No, because like out of drag, I'm not I'm not all that fussed for Eva, <laughs> but Eva in drag, I want her to step on me. I don't oh. I want that woman to walk me like a dog. <laughs> but um, Eva's Eva had such a profound impact on me when I was starting drag. Like I wanted to be Eva Destruction so fucking badly. And um you know what? I hope her bills are paid because it's the time of year where everyone rips off her Atlanta Pride number. Yeah. I only have um, one thing to say about Eva Destruction. Ah! Ah! <laughs> that's it. But thank that's for you Eva for out your of amazing input. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, um, for real. <laughs> 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 no, but like for real, one Eva out of drag, so hot. 
<laughs> no, but like for real, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is just getting... is she, right, I have a question about Eva out of drag this season. Is she wearing a wig? Yes, she is. Yeah. She confirmed it on TikTok. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that she went to Pete's Wentz drag for the conventionals. No, but and honestly, it's a serve. Yeah. I'm, I'm just really excited to see her. I love this look as well. I'm loving all these looks. And like, I recently... Sorry. Um, I feel like I'm... I really enjoy the makeup that she's doing here. I enjoy the drag that she's presenting. Just, yeah, everything about it. Slay. I recently rewatched season three. And I forgot how fucking terrifying Eva was as a compare. Like, yeah. the first six episodes. Like, she was literally, really, literally, she was kicking everyone in the dick, with the exception of Landon Sider, up until yeah. those last two episodes she was in, where she had two stumbles and it got her out. She mothered. Like, let's be real. She I'm excited to see Eva <laughs> hopefully not get in uh, her head this season, because I think exactly what you're saying, Aries. She was such a front runner, at least to me, her first season. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that the newfound confidence prevails throughout. Because I think Eva is incredible. Something about like this this suit here with like the spiderweb detail, like I just <laughs> something about it just like screams yes to me for some reason. My only critique, because I think she looked good, my only critique is I wish it wasn't all black. Like, I wish there was something Fair. in the makeup. I wish, like, the corset and the gloves were, like, red or something. I just want something that's not black. But obviously she looks good, and she's incredible at drag. So, like, <laughs> I like I really can't say anything bad, but the, I would just modify a few things personally. But, um, scores, Brandon. Are just you starting with me? Okay. Yeah, we're starting with we're starting with you the whole episode. I'm saying it now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this was nice. Um, ninety. I want to give it a full, but I'm gonna give it a ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this is difficult because I love Eva, but this wasn't like my favorite thing of hers. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad, and it's quite good, and it's it's lovely, Al. But it's not what I wanted from Eva. Um, so what does that translate it, to? I'm gonna give it ninety. I'm I gave Melissa a ninety, so I'm also gonna give Eva a ninety. Um, work. I really, really like this look, but just comparing it to the others it isn't my favorite for the night so i'm gonna give it about a 90 as well i'm gonna go back and give melissa a full since i was out for that little section i, I was gonna ask you after no yeah i thought melissa killed the entrance because you don't have to do some elaborate thing for the entrance it just has to work and i thought hers worked so well and then eva eva amazing i'm gonna give a 90 uh, cup runneth over, spill into the floor, form a puddle of freaking viscous fluid. Like, oh my god, icon, love it. Not viscous. <laughs> the viscous for me. It's the viscous for me. <laughs> Taste the flavor of the biscuit. Taste Erica the clash. <laughs> okay, I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm starting. I love me some Erica Clash. 
I have been an Erica Clash fan since, and this is such a niche reference. The first time I ever experienced seeing drag on my screen at all was when I saw a video of my favorite PokeTuber reacting to the top 10 hottest PokeTubers, which was sponsored, which was hosted by Erica Clash and Rock'em Sakura. Oh, and it is oh. my one of my favorite videos of all time. And when I saw Rock on Drag Race, I was like, that's the bitch from the hottest PokeTubers. And then when I saw <laughs> Erica, when I watched Dragula for the first time, which is around the same time that season 12 was airing, I was like, that's the other bitch from the hottest PokeTubers <laughs> from the hottest PokeTubers video. So I'm a big Erica Clash fan. I love her aesthetic. It is something that I really take a lot of inspiration from as well. So I feel like I have that kind of connection with Erica. I just think she's everything. And honestly, I think she's going to be the dark horse of the season. I'm saying I'll it now. I'm, I'm going to be even Nisha. Um, I was a fan of Erica Clash before Dracula existed before it was a twinkle in the Boulay's eyes. Um, I've been a fan of Erica since Erica did a number uh, as Mrs. Pac-Man to Give Me More by Britney Spears, remixed with clips of Fat Bastard from uh, Austin Powers. And she did the Fat Bastard monologue where she was like, I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. I can't do Fat Bastard's accent. <laughs> but I have loved Erica since that moment and I've been obsessed with her aesthetics. Like, actually, I'm going to see if I can find this picture for you. One of the first times I attempted drag makeup, I tried to do Erica's makeup and I looked capital C crusty. And that's is... why she blocked you on Twitter. Don't say that. We don't, <laughs> um, have, to, we don't have to go there. Yes, yeah, I, I'm so, so, so excited for Erica. She is my all-time favorite Dracula competitor. And Mood. I'm ready for her to give a big middle finger to everyone else in this fucking cast like she did this episode. Because I believe Erica will do well. And anyway, doubts her is um, a C word. Also, here is the, here's the picture. Is it going to load? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I just thought it was really funny that basically this entire cast was roasting Erica during the entrances, and she outplaced, like, four of them in her original season. I just think that's really ironic. Uh, But no, Erica, like, Erica said, like, I love Erica, too. Erica's so great. Uh, Erica was my favorite part of season two, just... Because season two was the first season regular I watched, so it was really interesting for me, and I just love Erica's aesthetic. Um, And I think... Erica kind of got underrated by not only like the edit, but just everyone on both seasons they've competed in now. So I also hope Erica goes very far. I love Erica. I too am a fan of Erica. <laughs> 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 um, what was I guess Eric- we love Erica Clash? We love Erica Clash here. Um, my goal is to get Erica on the pod. That's my personal goal. Um, Please. I might be able to pull some strings. Maybe uh, me too. Jack, I would scream. Um, Brandon, I would scream. No, um, Erica is the moment of season two. You could talk about Bitch. You could talk about James. You can talk about Abora. You could talk about whoever you want. Erica is the moment of season two. And She's I will not accept it. She literally, um, I will say, I really like this entrance look. I know so many people gave her shit for wearing the same wig. I love that she wore the same wig. I think the oh, wig I is agree. my favorite part. 
of the entrance for me. I thought the wig was great. Yeah, I, when I, have we roasted people for wearing the same look though? Like any part of the same exactly. look ever? Because like I vividly remember Bendela Creme came in on All Stars three in like the yeah. repurposed version of the Miss Congeniality look, and like I I think somebody said something Morgan. about it, Morgan. but like, come on. Like, this looks great, uh, and it works for the outfit. someone we will talk about very shortly reused an outfit for their entrance. Also, part. on top of that, like, Akira Chanel Davenport wore the same wig at least, like, five times on her original season. Aiden Zane wore the same wig in every episode of season 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to I would like to interject, and I would like to clear up the rumors surrounding mine and Erica's relationship. Um, I love Erica Clash's wigs. You fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for that tweet. Um, I mean, I uh, I initially watched Erica on season two, and then when I started to get more into streaming, I mean, the people that I just knew beforehand were all uh, were primarily part of a group called Level Up. Uh, yep. Run by Jeremy of old uh, Drag Race fame. The artist along... formerly known as Fifi. The artist formerly known as Fifi O'Hara, uh, along with Angina. Uh, and they have gone together a whole bunch of creators. Uh, Erica Clash and Yavska are both very closely intertwined. So yep. seeing those two wonderful people especially erica who got so let down on her original season i'm just so happy to see her back so so happy yeah because just to like jump in again quickly there were times when erica had really great looks and the boulets were like we don't get it like her monsters of rock look for me is a good example of this where they're just like oh we don't get it it's like you don't get it because you don't understand J-Rock references or you don't know what baby metal is. Like, I felt like Erica looked fucking sick in that episode. And there was, they, even though that was the only episode the entire time she was there where she was safe. Um, Literally. <laughs> I mean, still... also, I really like her ghost town look too. Like the bear. Uh, I do. Like, yeah, that look yeah. was really great. And honestly, she probably would not have been in the bottom if there weren't, like, what, six people in that extermination that week? Literally, there were, like, five or six. Yeah, like, it was ridiculous, but her outfit was fantastic. I think Erica has all the pieces to do really, really well. It's just there are moments where you can see hints of self-doubt, which would be obviously her downfall. But I think she has it. She just has to, like, you know... Yeah. Put it there, you know? I don't know. I think yeah. she has it, but it's there There were just moments throughout the episode where you could see she was questioning herself, yeah. at least through the TV, for me. I obviously hope that Erica does well on this season of Dragula, and I hope that she is able to show everything that she wanted to show from season two. I fear, and I, I don't even want to put this in the universe, but I'm going to, I fear that she is one of those drag artists that we talk about very frequently who is very good at drag and just not good at drag competitions. Totally. Because um, we mm-hmm. see that so much through Drag Race and even Dragula as well. Um, I do believe Erica once, I think she won, I could be wrong about this, so any New Yorkers who've seen Erica 12 and 12, let me know. 
Um, I believe she won Luck Queen, hosted by Bob in NYC. Yeah, she did just... win. I more like, more like I meant more like Drag Race Dragula competitions is what I meant by that. Um, like the competitive, the enclosed, encapsulated environment of Dragula may not be the best for her, but I hope she does well. That's that's, I, that's honestly. Fine. Seeing how this competition is going to go, like, and how the fright feats are going to be the thing that's going to get you through, you know, Erica's not going to be messing up on a fright feat. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you hey, know that she is going to do as good as she can to make sure that she, because she's not going to, like, give up on that yeah. compared to, like, how many exterminations she had to go through the first time. Like, yeah. just saying. Like, and as much as I would love. As much as I would love to keep talking about Eric Clash, we are 45 minutes in and we've only talked about four entrances. So, <laughs> full. This is full. Overflowing. Overflowing. Uh, overflowing. I, it, absolutely. I we skipped Eris. Uh, it doesn't matter. Cheers, <laughs> 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 bitch. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so Eris, uh, oh. have your moment, girl. Have oh, I was waiting. I thought we were just going to do the full thing and then get back to me, but okay. Um, so collectively, suck your mothers, and my cup is overflowing here. She's a wonderful woman. How dare you? I'm going to give it an 85 for me. <gasps> uh, okay. Overflowing, beautiful outfit. Tatum. I was gonna say from now on, can we do Brandon, Dawn, me, and then finish the? <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all really said today. <laughs> sure did. Uh, Tell a tubby toilet bowl. Tell a tubby toilet I bowl. love, I love Yoska. Yoska. I mean, Yoska very much does not give two fucks about what other people say. No. Uh. They have, uh, they were the other person I mentioned when I talked about Twitch. They are incredible. You can tell the artistry, everything they make, so many different lines. The hands are beautifully placed. I don't even know what's going on on the top, but I love it. Like, I think they just... Did, were they the one to describe themselves as the uh, uh, the ultimate version of like uh, a Cybon Power Rangers uh, villain of the week kind of mantra? Props. So, I think sounds so. like sounds like it. But yeah, I mean, it's Yavska. Yeah, it's but, wonderful. Yeah, seeing this outfit specifically, I was gagged. Like I thought, like. I thought someone else was going to be, like, one of my favorite outfits. This is my favorite outfit, like, of all the entrances. And that's shocking to say, because of one of the queens that's about to talk about later. <laughs> like, this is just Teletubby perfection. Yeah, again, Teletubby Toilet Bowl. Like, one of, like, it might be a read, but at the same time, it's, like, one of the best reads that I can, like, relate to, in a way, with this. <laughs> Honest, oh, go ahead. I'm so excited because when I'm, I remember seeing Yoska announced for ca the, the cast of season three, and I was like, I was so here for this demented, plushy, aesthetic 
um, drags bizarre kind of category. I am so so profoundly excited to see what Yovska has done. Uh, well, what Yovska will be doing now for Titans because I know Yovska is probably going to try and play more into what is expected of a Dracula contestant, whilst also maintaining that tight relationship with her their authenticity as an artist. I'm just, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. Yovska. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, go for it. Go I'm for so it. sorry. Um, Yaska is such an interesting character to me because of how different their drag is compared to every single other monster that is here. They are on this, on the same spectrum, but just to a complete, like, of monster. But the twinge of almost childlike innocence that goes into their drag is absolutely, like, so refreshing i think that's the word i'm going to be using because again like a lot of my drag knowledge comes from drag race and from my local drag scene which is very pageant oriented and seeing drag like this on my screen is so refreshing because it's definitely something like it's 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 different it's cool it's what i love about drag this is every single thing that i love about drag because it is creativity to the max and it's almost like candy cane, Christmas, Teletubby toilet bowl mixed with the Lumas from Guardians, not Guardians of the Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy mixed with clowns. Like it's giving every single thing I want it to be giving. I get it completely and I don't get it at all. You know what, she looks, you know what they look like, actually? They look like they're about to deliver a really fierce Eurovision semifinal performance. <gasps> it's very Europop. No, yeah. I was going to say they're about to give a fierce fourth place uh, Eurovision National Selection performance. Lily Eliza, we see you. Mood. Yeah, Yovska, they look amazing. And my only concern with Yovska is based on a, what a lot of the other competitors are saying is that Yovska likes to make comments. Yovska likes to kind of be in the drama. And so I'm nervous that Yovska is going to be more concerned about that than like focusing on what they are presenting. But if they, you know, focus on what they're presenting but, and also like if they have a good balance of both, I just, I can see Yovska kind of falling into wanting to prove themselves as like a TV character based on this first episode versus what they're obviously we're only one episode in, but I do, I mean, just a thing for me is that Yovsko comes from, like, the ballroom scene. And I know Yovsko doesn't walk in, like, what a, a very typical uh, ballroom category, being that Yovsko walks in Drags Bazaar. But, like, shade and reading is just part of the culture in ballroom, so it doesn't That's surprise me that, like, Yovsko does that to people. I mean, it can get snide and it can get a bit fucking annoying, especially if you're Madeline Hatter. But um, I'm just I'm just, I'm just excited for Yosuke. and it's also like there was the moment between Yosuke and Kendra later in this episode where Yosuke tried to read Kendra and Kendra had none of it and handed Yosuke their stuffed and rhinestoned ass back to them. Yeah. Bloop, 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 bloop. Do we have any other thoughts or do we want to do scores? Scores. We love the Teletubby toilet bowl. 
Overflowing. Full. I, I do have a score for this, but I just want to quickly say I forgot the hood part. This was white. I thought it was red, and I only just realized that's because of the fried feet. Well, oh my gosh. Um, okay. This is a 90 for me. I fair. fair. I'm not in okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. When I watched season three, I was in a place where I didn't understand Yoska's drag. And so I feel like, and I, lo- I love Yoska now. Let me make that very clear. I feel like I come into this with some weird, unconscious bias against Yoska. And I don't want that to be the case. Um, because I think they are an incredible drag artist. Um, I don't know. I like the Teletubby Toilet Bowl of it all. It just, like, I don't know. I don't love it. But it's a very, very good look, so I'm gonna give it a 90. Overflowing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, I am. Mine is full, but it was a risk as an entrance look, just because you don't know what they're gonna ask of you what to do afterwards. And so depending on what they made the contestants do, this could have been a risk. Mm-hmm. But it was my cup is full. Uh I'm also full. It's really good. Actually, I'm going to change my score to a 95 because I forgot they came in with the tiniest Canadian flag ever. So it's going to be a 95. Yes. That's a boost. It barely flows over (laughs) that. I forgot about that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, this is the only (laughs) clear shot of Astrid's entrance look that I could find. So this is what we're going with. I love it here. Well, it's fine. Girl, calm down, you know, because you're very spooky. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to be real honest because I was not here for the cast assessment. I sadly had to, I had a, a an emergency with capitalism and I had to work. Um, she was, I was interested. Yeah, very that. I was interested to see Astrid on this cast. I'm excited as someone who lives in Arizona. There are two Arizona queens on this season. It makes me very happy. Who? Um, what? Who's the second one? Coco. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Coco moved movie. to Phoenix. Uh, I, I was gonna say I thought Coco was from Oklahoma, but if yes, but uh, they moved to Phoenix, I believe, right before season four aired, or like Ooh. around the time of the airing of season four. Anyway, um, I'm interested to see what Astrid's gonna bring. I'm going to be real honest. I don't love this entrance look for the same reason that I'm not in love with Eva's. I just wish there was something more than just black. I think this was meant to be a callback to the look Astrid got eliminated on. I believe it is. I believe it is. Which, no Sade, but um, no, I didn't care for this entrance look. I think I'm. my heart is very open to what Astrid's going to bring this season because I feel like based on the her run on her original season, we just didn't get a lot of time with Astrid. And then the time we did get, we saw that she was struggling very deeply. And so I'm very open to what Astrid's going to bring, but I just don't know what that is yet. True. Um, I was trying to like find like I'm 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 loading the episode on my screen right now, just trying to see if we get the full look. 
And yeah, it's fine to me. Like, um, one thing that's not noticed in this one is the like she has white hair, a part, a part of her wig, on part of it. Oh. Yeah, the the part that's not shown is like a more white color. Mm-hmm. And I think that elevates the look. Um, with the all black that she's like showing, so it's like okay, like that nose ring though. Knock, knock. No one will ever do a nose ring better than something Wong on UK season one. So true. Mm-hmm. This look is just kind of meh. Like I, I like it. I don't hate it. I just I'm not getting a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. Like it looks well designed and well constructed and all of that. I just I'm not getting a ton out of it. If that makes any sense. It absolutely does. Yeah, that that's how I see it as well. So. Yeah, the, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I'm going to be honest. I just don't, I don't understand what's going on. Does it look nice? Yeah, but I, I just, it's confusing and it kind of takes me out. Um, not, not the most confusing look of the episode though. We will talk oh, about no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We're going to get to that. Scores? I, or did did I miss somebody? I will. I mean, I will just jump in and say I would have loved to have seen Asha do something more along the lines of this lizard character they really love to do. Yeah, I would have loved that from Astrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I probably everyone else has said this for me because like um, I I'm excited to see Astrid back because like started strong then exterminated immediately so very excited to see what Astrid will bring this time um this for this um my cup's at a 60. uh i'm gonna be nice and give it an 85. i don't mind it uh 60. it's a well-constructed garment and i think she looks good i just am not i'm whelmed by this so it's gonna be a 75. Ploopy. <laughs> it's given Ploopy? Not that. Jack? Um, I want to say an 80. I just, oh it, it's it's fine, but I'm not getting much out of it. We'll go 85. It, it's, it's good. Okay, bear in mind, my ratings are not that of the American education system, so a 50 for me is an absolutely average look. So this is a 50. This is an absolutely average look. There's, it's nothing special to me. Okay, fair. Love that. Valid. How so, uh, Tara Toma? Now this is the bitch I wanted to see. My bitch. Okay. Hoso Teratoma, the icon to come out of Dragula season four. Like, even I, like... Coco Kane is right there, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, look, I love Hoso. Her, or yeah, they, she. Her and Coco were the two that I was the most excited to see um, come back because they were the two that I was like, okay, they have something to prove. I know that Hoso had a problem with her professionalism on the last season. Um, so I'm excited to see what she brings this time in terms of that showmanship now that she has had that energy of going on the Dragula tour. 
So yeah, I'm excited to see what she brings. I think she is a really, really strong competitor for this season. And I think she has the possibility to win. I honestly, for me, also is the most interesting angular movement strike queen that has ever existed. Oh, Logan's not here to appreciate me saying that. Logan would about that. Um, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm still excited. And um, I'll live. I mean, okay, Hoso has my favorite promo look of all time, the promo look for season four. Uh, this is just amazing, too. Hoso's just in a league of their own. I think Hoso just truly is so cool. Like, I love everything that Hoso does. And they were saying how they were surprised that Hoso came back so fast. But I'm like, from the momentum of season four, I feel like this makes the most sense. Just come back and just keep building off of that. So I think that was a logistical thing. Um, Mm. I don't know who has listened to the Boulay's podcast, Creature of the Night. But um, they talked about how during the Dragula World Tour, producers called and confirmed that Hosa was going to be on the season. And they still had two weeks of touring left where Hoso did not bring it up at all to the Boulets. And they had to start sketching and like contacting people while on the tour. So I think that's what they're talking about as far as it's very, like they got, I think, a maybe week and a half between the end of the tour and going to film. Damn. If anyone can um, do it, Hoso can. Woo, Team Hoso. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. I'm going to be real honest. Neck up, I think this looks great. I think the outfit itself is incredibly well-made. I don't, I don't get it for Hoso. I don't understand where this fits in the Hoso Teratoma Cinematic Universe. So, Logan, do you agree... The drag performer with the most interesting angular vibes. Yes, I heard what you said. Okay, well, you weren't on camera to laugh at it, so I'm just... I said, "Mm mm-hmm. It probably didn't come through. But yes, I do agree. The most interesting angular drag artist to exist. (laughs) I Um, I heard that. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. um, Yeah, I don't... I love Hoso. Obsessed with Hoso. Very happy to see Hoso. I don't like this look at all. Fair. Like, like, of course, everyone knows my um, stance on Hoso because I love her. I love him so fucking much. What? <laughs> She's so Logan, funny. please. I <laughs> never could have saw that coming. <laughs> like, Brandon and I have had hours long conversations about Hoso Teratoma. So. Very, very. <laughs> Like, listen, like, Hoso is, like, by far one of my favorite drag icons, next to Pangina Heels, so. Period. Mother. I, of course, seeing her, like, get back on TV, just, like, just please. I, I, I need her back, obviously, like, right away. And, like, with, with this outfit, like, um, I, I, like, somewhat agree with Logan, like, this is something I was a little surprised to see. I still love it, obviously. Just very different from what we were are used to. Because like I remember 
Costos entrance look in season four. That like sold mm-hmm. it for me. So, so seeing this like different, like still like it, but just different. So, um, but if we're saying score wise, since I'm always starting this, um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll give this a respectful, 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 respectful. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a 95. Um, I love everything from the neck up from the uh, neck down. It's hideous and not in a cool way. So I'm going to give this an 80. Oh, I thought I was, I thought I was, I didn't realize I was going to be the bitch. I'm giving this a 65. And that, and that and that and that sixty five is strictly the face that had piece in the wig. Let me make that very clear. Uh, I am giving it a uh, a one hundred because I can't give Hoso anything lower than a one hundred. I am legally obligated to. <laughs> okay, we'll give this a ninety five. I think the. Uh, outfit is ready for whatever they're going to throw at the competitors this this entrance, and so we're gonna go ninety five. Uh, and we'll finish this off with like a seventy five, and maybe it's because I judge her so a little bit harder than I judge everyone else, because I know the caliber of drag that she can present, like that we saw in season four. But like, if this was on somebody else, it'd probably rate a little bit higher. But just because it's on her, so I feel like I have to give it a little bit lower score because she can do better i think but also maybe i'm changing it to full if she if hosa only had a week and a half they can wear whatever they want well, a week and a, a week and a half between uh, i believe i could be very very wrong but... still they can walk in with whatever they want to they had a lot going on right before yeah. especially yeah. especially with the yeah. stuff later on i i'm oh. very surprised it was that quick yeah, uh, well, I'm judging it off of the roughly the amount of time I know that Drag Race has to prepare from the time you get called to the time you go to film, which is roughly three weeks. So I'm going to assume that Dragula films in a similar amount of time with a similar amount of looks, and thus I feel like it's a similar amount of time to prepare. But if someone has more information on that, please let me know. Um, the fact that we're already an hour in, we still have three entrances to talk about. Boy, Jesus. Abora! Yay. Someone go, because I don't want to start. Okay, Abora has one of the most memorable looks for me personally, for my personal viewing experience of Dracula. Uh, and it was the ghost town, like, clown. Yep. with the, yep. that, that look yep. is amazing. And I don't feel like it gets talked about enough, but regardless, off topic. Um, yeah, that, Abora, yay. Not a fan of like them on season two other than that one look i really did not enjoy abora like as a personality on season two like as as the you know you got the edit but like you know still it it like just the way abora was edited i didn't really love and uh i can say after this episode nothing has changed (laughs) yeah i can appreciate abora the character but i think abora is someone who thinks out loud which can like can kind of i don't know 
like the part obviously i'm jumping ahead a bit but the part where uh, abora was professing love for hoso i was like i don't know if this needs to be on tv right now like this seems like a bit i don't know it seems it seems like a lot of a very um person-to-person conversation and i don't think hoso was prepared for it either but abora coming in i think they brought what needed to be brought to an entrance moment but we'll leave we'll leave it there. we'll leave it there on my abora uh talk something i just noticed just now the strategic placement of them putting astrid hoso and abora uh-huh. all back to back i was just like uh-huh. uh oh they know what they were doing they know uh-huh. exactly i, what I knew what they were doing. doing i was just like interesting <laughs> so i i want to point out as well for people that aren't aware this is the look that Abora was crowned in because she was the, if I can talk over the sound of Eris's, uh background. Um, hey. This is the look that Abora was crowned in when they won Alaska's Drag Queen of the Year pageant competition award contest competition. Um, no, I don't have that name memorized. I definitely went to Alaska's Instagram to make sure I got it right. Um, but yeah, this was, um, another reused look. I'm just happy. It's not even that good of a reused look. No. No. Something about this, I was like, okay, I see where you were going for in a sense. But then again, I think like when they were getting ready for all entrances and everything, they're just trying to be strategic on what they would want to wear, like coming in. So I, I'm so I was so excited for Abara. I'm so excited that the mother that totally did was here because when I first started doing drag, I was a little emo kid, and, and Abara was are. like. Damn. And Abara was like the first. I wanted to be like Abara so bad because I was like, oh, they are so cool. And um, I still think Abara's cool and has a cool aesthetic. I think they've done a lot of stuff that I still need to be reprimanded for. But um, yeah, and this was. I like this look, I'm not going to lie, just because it has so many layers to it. But. um, the one thing I didn't like was Abara talking about... Wait, did Abara talk about the reused wig? I can't remember if Abara talked about the reused wig. Oh, yeah. Abara did talk about the reused wig. Meanwhile, she's got this dead cat on her head. Their head. Not the fucking dead cat. Like, have you... Like, it's giving... You know what it's giving? In the words of American Poet Laureate, uh, Tamisha Mann, it's giving twisted, busted wig. And I get that it's intentional and it's part of being a monster, but don't critique anyone else's wig whilst you've got that on your head. <laughs> I'm ready for scores if everybody else is. 50. 15. Get to fuck the lot of you. Um, 75. I plead the Pomara fifth. <laughs> no! <laughs> The thing is, it's a fine look. It's a... It's fine as in it's passable. I'm going to say 60. (sighs) Well, 
We'll give Abora a 70. I didn't think anything. I just didn't have a lot of thoughts with the look. And so it wasn't that it, it, it detracted for me, but it also didn't be like, oh my God, wow for me. So we'll give 70. Abora just kind of came into their work area and didn't really like, I don't want to say pose, but they just kind of came in and was loud. And I like, I didn't get to look at the look and like at all, like hardly at all. Um, and when I did finally get to look at the look after the fact, I didn't love it. So because of both of those things, this is like a 10. Like this is oof. Oof. I can't, I can't believe y'all. This is fair. Okay. Well, someone has to go home first, and it wasn't Kendra Onyx. That, that was were so, so shady. shady with the edited Oh, someone regular, and then they put Kendra on. I was like, oh my god, that's so shady. But I love I Kendra. Kendra, Kendra along with uh, Melissa and Coco, were the three best people to me this episode in terms of just the entire episode. Without I, them, I feel like it wouldn't have flowed so well. And so Kendra loved i'm so great i'm so fucking here for them as a trio like i'm ready for this to be the Alaska talks of dracula <laughs> they are so, so like when i knew kendra and coco were on the cast i was like oh i want them to be best friends because i like i wanted to see that because i knew they would bounce off each other I so agree. well knowing that melissa's in it now that is so fucking funny and i'm so ready for an entire season of them just being fucking shady together like yeah. the energy in the best way possible. Yes, oh, I loved it. I feel like the, after Resurrection, you know, Kendra did like I cannot remember which of the three looks, but one of Kendra's looks in Resurrection I really enjoyed. Um, this entrance look is not my favorite, but I just love Kendra as like a personality on screen. Kendra's so fun to just watch, just do anything, and that reaction to the extermination at the end, or like whatever we're calling the. The, the the elimination, I guess, would be proper oh. here. Uh, the reaction with Coco at the end is like that single handedly made Kendra have a redemption for the entire season. Like, and we'll talk about that once we get there. Oh boy, well, <laughs> in another hour. Um, <laughs> and I want those both of you. Um, yeah, I know. Um, this is my other other bitch. I love Kendra. I've loved Kendra since season two. Um, I'm so happy she's on this cast because I feel like she is one of the more forget more forgotten. one of the people that is forgotten. Words are not working today. She's one of the more forgotten people from Dragula. And her her drag is so fucking good. I think it also has to do with the fact that I watch her boo her uh, her boo views with Gia Ferrari. So like I've Kendra has been in my personal universe since her season. Um, I think this entrance look is so dumb and stupid for Dragula, and that's exactly why she did it. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love it. Is it the most creative thing in the entire world? Absolutely not. But <laughs> is it dumb she's and stupid? I love it. Huh. She looks like a character on Monster High, like in a literal sense, and I really love that. Oh, yeah. Actually, okay. Yeah. Like, I can see she, that, though. She looks like she would be the Regina George of whatever the spooky high school is called in Monster High. I don't know. I'm not in the Monster High cinematic universe. But she looks like the girl that would take your lunch money in the Monster High universe, and I live. Okay. And she's no, got some that. kind of 
some kind of like skeleton chihuahua in her um, purse. That's the word I was looking for. Handbag. Handbag mm. was the word I was looking for. No, this outfit's cute. Like again, like not not like um, something I expected, but I was just like, it's cute. I like it. I think it's math. Scores. Eighty. I'm gonna give this a full. I didn't get to talk. I <laughs> would wear the shit out of this look. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. I, like, I, I would see you on this look. I I would wear the shit out of this look because this is my type of this is my type of drag. This is my aesthetic. Uh, I like it a lot, and I know that I sh- like. I it's basic. It's it's obviously not Dracula, and that's the whole point that she's giving. It's giving very much Willow Pill entrance look vibes. Yeah, in the best way possible. <laughs> and that. also, this is my second favorite color next to um purple. next to purple. So it's like, yeah, no, full. I'm glad that Dawn kept on that monologue. Because there was a brief moment while she was talking where I choked on my sweet <laughs> sour Hong Kong style chicken. So type stamp for that and go watch that back if you want. Um, oh, oh wow, you choking! What a surprise! <laughs> um, for me, yeah, it's a, not the most advanced look, but it's clean and it's done flawlessly. So I can't fault her for that. If I'm giving um, a boo boo a seventy five, I'm gonna give Kendra uh, an eighty five. My cup is full, and I don't give a single fuck what any of y'all have to say about it. I love that. I love that. Sorry, just one second. Sorry, 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 sorry. I didn't I didn't get to speak about this because I was busy getting my food. But isn't it fucking shady how they had Astrid, Hoso, and then a bottle walking? <laughs> I just said we that. We literally <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> but was I here was for that? No. Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay, I thought well, you were. No, Eris wasn't. I I was talking about it. <laughs> like I said, yeah. Chinese food, right? Um, I mean, this gives uh, the thing that it reminds me of the most is like a final girl. That that's <clears throat> what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for that alone, I mean, <coughs> just it's just such a smart way to do it. I'm gonna give it a full. We're going to go 90 for Kendra. Because Kendra is just effortless. And literally, I loved her so much on this episode. I thought she was so fun. So we're going 90. Um, So I looked it up because I couldn't remember which one of the looks it was from Resurrection. Kendra's witch look on Resurrection. I was going to say the the witch one, yeah. The one she did with the fire stunt? Oh my god, so good. I can't help but look at that and then this and say, like, okay, it's not the same. But also, I have to admit that she probably had more time with the uh, look on Resurrection. Spent more time on it because this look doesn't really matter too much in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But um, I actually really like it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be, I think, like 95. I think it just needs like a tiny pinch of something extra to make it like really go over the top for me. But I really do like it. Fair and valid and understandable. I'm starting. I'm starting. This is my hometown girl. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hometown girl. I am a big Victoria Elizabeth Black fan. I've been obsessed with her for a while. Um, 
this entrance look, I liked it. It's giving taste the biscuit, taste the goodness of the biscuit. (laughs) 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 I saw somebody say that earlier, but it's like kind of swapped because it's like a purple bodice with like a silver like side dress, but it's giving taste the biscuit. (laughs) I fucking love it. Um, Literally, I'm obsessed with Victoria. I hate you, you bitch. (laughs) Now I won't be able to unsee that. (laughs) I'm so sorry that I brought that into this. But I saw somebody say that it looked like a reverse taste of the biscuit, and I just can't get that out of my head. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyways, the biscuit is delicious. Victoria is absolutely amazing. I'm obsessed with her. Get her on. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Continue. I do want to bring something up that happened on social media this week because it's not really sat right with me. Mm-hmm. So Victoria and several people from the House of Black did these, uh, well, these outfits for the Dracula premiere that were distinctly inspired by a designer who were, who's worked with Pose so far, and it's normally involving like fibers and fake blood to look like blood tissue. Yeah. And it's something kind of only really this one specific designer does. However, no one in the family of Black thought to credit this designer. I will actually, I'll get their name up because it's not that. Oh. Yep, I, I, I did see that. I was just like, yeah. and oh it, no. And they started deleting comments of people asking them to credit the designer. Not Victoria, I think it was Allegra was the one. Oh. And yes. that doesn't, and that hasn't really sat right with me since. So I'm kind of mm. soured towards Victoria as a result of that. But, yeah. you know, she looks great here as, wait, which was the purple Teletubby? <laughs> Come on, purple Teletubby. Poe. Poe. Yeah, she looks like Poe became a goth milf, and I'm kind of here for that. It looks. She looks like if Poe was tasting the biscuit, tasting the goodness of the biscuit. <laughs> you know what it is? This is the Teletubby that is sitting on Yoska's toilet. <laughs> Not this. Not this. Oh, God. You know what biscuit went While eating more? a biscuit with the honey sauce. And then she digested it, and it went in that Teletubby toilet. He's tasted the biscuit. Okay, y'all, not to be a Debbie Downer, but we need to speed this up, y'all. We're an hour and 20 minutes in, and we're Someone just getting done with the Opinions. Let's go, let's go down the... Let's just do the... Great, okay. Right? It works. Yeah. works for me. You just want to do scores? Okay. Um, I guess. 90. 95. No, I- Honestly, the Taste of the Biscuit reference brings it up to a 95 for me. <laughs> Love that. 85. We'll go 90. I really like what Victoria brings as a presence on Dracula, and so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see her this season. Uh, y'all, this is full. This is a really good look. Like, top to bottom. I love it. I was going to say, if I gave Kendra a full, hold on. I'm going to give Victoria a full. No, I have to give her a full if I gave Kendra a full. Like, I feel bad. You're right. <laughs> I don't feel bad for that bitch. Kick rocks. Anyway. <laughs> we right, made everyone. it through the entrance. I do have to make my exit, my soft launch out of, <laughs> not retirement from the cup, but from my hiatus. I do have to go, though. Peace and love. Let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> we'll probably still be here. So if you want to try to pop in, <laughs> feel free. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh, I'm in the bottom corner now. Anyway. Um, He's the bottom. 
No. <laughs> That's correct. That That's correct. correct. That's correct. Feels correct. It feels, feels correct. correct. Anyway. Okay, we made it through the intro. Yeah. Yay, cast assessment Yay. part two. Quite literally. <laughs> um, okay. We have a moment now. where uh, they start the drama before the boulets even bring them to the main stage. They're like, so who do we think is not giving? And Abora's like, okay, so why don't we just say who's going to go home first? Uh, to which I wrote down only seven people, I think, actually gave an answer. Um, Melissa says Abora, hey. which is fun and cute and different. Uh, Kendra says Victoria because she's a threat. Eva is worried about Hoso. Uh, Astrid and Victoria are both worried about Erica. Hoso's worried about Yovska's performance, and Yovska is worried about Kendra. I mean, all of these uh, performers are, like, very talented, just in general, like, yeah. extremely talented people. <clears throat> but I just think it was really shady of Abora to just bring that up to begin with. Because, no, I, I mean, I live for it, but, like... I don't even think that was Abora. I'm not sure it's if this is the Drag Race. Melissa I don't know if it was the Drag Race talking in my mind. Do I don't know if it's the Drag Race talking in my mind, but I think this is producer meddling. Yeah, probably. Maybe. So, there usually isn't a lot of producer meddling on Dragula, which is the fun part of Dragula. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, as we see later. I wouldn't be surprised if this was producer-influenced. Um, but anyway... We go to the main stage. The Boulets talk about the new twist. We go back to the um, the boudoir. And we have the first fright feat of the season, which is bobbing for apples through animal entrails. Yeah. Gotta love it. I mean, this is a classic fear factor, like that kind of stuff. So I'm not surprised at all. It was good. And I got a... Go for it. And I've got to bring this up now because I did mention it off camera earlier. But as they're all looking at the tubs that they have to dunk their heads into, we get this golden confessional from Eva where she just says, oh, there is a brain looking at me. <laughs> this, this expression has got to be one of our new like throw-up images because I was... yeah, It's giving mayhem. <sighs> Bloop. Oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. My eye really sucks. I, I can't. I cannot do that. I can't. I cannot. So do that. I have buggy eyes, so I can. So everybody completes the fright feat, thankfully. Um, Astrid wins. No. But uh, and for winning, gets to assign the roles for the first floor show, kind of. Um, which is the Halloween house party. We're going to be lip syncing to a song, dressing in your uh, favorite interpretation of a classic Halloween costume. I thought because this was premiering around Halloween, I thought it was a really cute idea. Um, I thought it was, it was cute and lovely and wonderful. The challenge itself, I don't think turned out very well. We'll talk about it, but... Uh, Astrid goes through and assigns all the roles, and then a very attractive producer 
comes in, slides a piece of paper onto the table, to which they find out that Melissa actually won the fright feat, which is what I thought, and that's why I was confused mm-hmm. about yeah. Astrid. Because Astrid won in, like, bingo terms. Yeah. she was the loudest and the, the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the way that I compare it is she won in Survivor terms, where you Literally have to that. physically shout Jeff to lock in right, your score. Yeah. Instead of, you actually did it. And literally not even a moment after she said, oh, turns out Melissa won. Melissa just goes, grabs the sheet and says, thank you. And- <laughs> okay, just grabs <laughs> the it. script and then just like, all right, and here we go. And shenanigans ensue. Yeah, I did love what um, what Astrid was saying. She was like, I don't want to have to do this. So sure, you could do it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Works for me. Um, so we end up with um, Astrid is assigned as the host. We have Coco, Melissa, and Kendra. They're calling themselves what? I don't remember their group name. The Nightmare Girls. The Nightmare Girls. Um, the Nightmare Girls are in the living room. We have Erica and Bora in front of the TV. Which was shady casting. Which was shady. To, like, the whole Abora Erica stuff that was talked about earlier on in the day as well. Yeah, and um, what gets me as well is I love Erica. And Erica is someone you can tell has been talked over a lot in life. And we mean she mentioned that she, her father was a pastor growing up, so it was probably a lot of being called, sit down, be quiet, look look to the front of the church. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Erica's had to shout to get her point across a lot in life. So when she was when she was making it clear that she, you know, she said first she wanted to be in this role and then for it to get switched, it doesn't sit right with me for Melissa to say, oh, you had an attitude with me. I don't think she had an attitude. She was just uh, asserting herself. That's what I was looking for. It's like that thing where it's like, there's that TikTok trend where it's like, oh, that wasn't very fun, quirky friend of me. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was very that, like, sorry that I wasn't being assertive. And now that I am being assertive, you're seeing it as me being a diva. Like, yeah, that's what it's giving. Yeah. And, and I, I will say as well, I understand Melissa's point of view because she was in her feelings about, like, winning but not winning. So, like, her her take on it is valid. I do agree that I think it it wasn't the best way to handle it, but all of that. Um, we have Jovska and uh, I almost Victoria. called her Elizabeth. <laughs> Victoria. <Yeah>. Um <laughs> They're doing uh, pumpkin carving, and then in the bedroom with the Ouija board, we have Hoso and Eva. So, um, a lot of things happen between the assigning of roles and the uh, floor show performance. Uh, a whole lot of everything and nothing, because they literally spend the first day just kikiing. Which I don't blame them for. I don't blame them at all. And it gives us good TV. Yes, uh, this is where at some point in between, uh, Kendra calls Yovska a Teletubby toilet bowl. Um, bloop, 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 bloop. I, I'm gonna glaze through all the issues and then we can like in depth talk about them. But so we have that moment, 
We have the love triangle between Hoso, Astrid, and Abora. Abora professing their love for Hoso. And we also see Melissa initiating this resolution between Kendra and Victoria. So. Slaughter. Do with that what you will. Not the love triangle. Okay. That was um, so I, good. I want to get back like more into that when it comes to the voting area mm-hmm. time. Because mm-hmm. I think that's when it's like really comes into fruition. So I think we should get back to that then. But yeah, yeah no, I really enjoy I really enjoyed um the, <coughs> the realness that it felt about the drama. Um it yeah, felt it's... like it was very like outside of the competition. This is personal. I I yeah, it was cool. And I it loved it being displayed on television. Mm-hmm. I mean and it seemed like as long like they were talking about it there, so you know it was coming up. Party. 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 Do you want to just talk about the party? Party. Let's go to yeah. the party. Let's go to the party. Let's go to the party. Mm-hmm. Let's All have a party. Right. Um, as, as, as I kind of alluded to earlier, I was so underwhelmed by this challenge as a whole. Because so many people didn't know the words to this very simple song. Uh, a lot of people didn't remember the choreography that they choreographed themselves. Um, but whatever. Let's start with Astrid. Oh. Astrid so was the creature. As yes, as the as a reimagination of the creature of the Black, from the Black Lagoon. I love this, this look. Mm-hmm. I just does it fit the prompt. Absolutely. And, and, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, yeah. No. The whole the thing I'm thinking is it's traditional American Halloween costume, right? It's the Halloween costume that's the thing I'm questioning. Because, like, Creature from the Black Lagoon absolutely 10,000% fits the, like, traditional American horror look. I would yeah. agree. It's just Halloween costume is the only thing I'm not, like, certain if it hits that specific mark, but that's really nitpicky. I mean, she hit it, she hit it more than somebody else. Um, I will will also interject and say I've done Creature of the Black Lagoon for a Halloween costume before. Yeah. So that's just me personally. Um, Gales. She, does anyone remember Bionicles? Yes. Oh, it's very Bionicles. She looks like a a wild Bionicle. She looks like a water toa out of like a living. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love this look. I love the colors. I love the amount of detail. This is what I expect to see from Astrid Aurelia coming into this. Like, oh, this is hot. Oh, yeah. But the only thing is that I hope I do see more... I don't want to say versatility because that's not the word I want to use because she is very versatile. But she's versatile in the sense of reptilians. Diversity. Yeah. Diversity. But anyways, this is this is overflowing for me. If I'm just going to scores, sorry. No, yeah, you're fine. Um, I was like very like impressed with this one specifically because, like, the fact that um, Astrid's considered the house host and then like comes out in this, I'm like, oh, that's 
that's like living living to that and i'm so happy that that was like part of it this is overflowing for me as well uh oh wait brain is not working well i think she did a great job as a host as well like she brought a level of camp like she was camp Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, she's very camp. And I think that was just very camp. But, but is it it's fashion? Camp. But is it camp? But is it fashion? <laughs> but is it camp? <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think it's camp and fashion. I love this look. Yeah, and I think her performance camp also camped it up a lot more as well with the like leg yeah. movements and stuff. But yeah. She was the correct person to host. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think she did a spectacular job with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we just get to the placements. Uh, well, Brandon and Dawn already went, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, my cup is full. Full. Overflowing. 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 It's just, it's really, really well done. And it is very clearly Astrid while also still very obviously being the future of the Black Lagoon. Okay, are we talking just the look, the performance, or both? Oh, this goes just the look. Okay, the oh, score well, for the look, overflowing. The look is fantastic. Performance and the look, I would probably also say is overflowing. I just wanted clarification for the future. Yeah. It's just really great okay. all, all the way around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we do, when we cover uh, Drag Race, we don't include how they did in the challenge with the look. Okay. Pete. Coco Kane. Didn't live. I, was I actually very... really like it, but I don't think it like resembles what she, she was going for. I, uh, I want to like this look because I understand where Coco's coming from when they say that they want, like that their brand is messy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I respect that. However, like you can still be messy and elevate the look yeah that's not just a bunch of latex fabric that's just been haphazardly placed all over your body Mm -hmm. so but it it, i like it though i like it for coco i think the skirt needed to be longer and the bandages need to be placed in a way that was more strategic like, I love the shoulder pieces, but the bandages just don't sit in a way that feels meaningful. It just feels like, oh, I've got this dangly fabric, I better tie it around myself so it doesn't go anywhere. I mm. love it from, like, the waist up. I just wish the skirt was slightly longer and it, the fabric was placed better on the legs. Because this could have been really good. This could have been really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there could have been more, t- like, to this. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, love the concept obviously because as a mummy you're trying to like get just wrap wrap wherever you can like which what coco was trying to do like i i yeah like what era said like there could be more strategically placed and like depending on where on the body like um i feel like there could have been more like um like chest up in my opinion um and definitely definitely more on the legs it's interesting because Coco has kind of evolved their drag into being more, at least on social media, their drag is a little bit more androgynous. Yes. And I feel like this would have been a really fun opportunity 
to uh, not put those titties on bitch. Or not put some titties on bitch. Sorry, I'm misquoting Kendra. My favorite and, quote ever. Literally, same. Um, and I feel like they could have they could have done something a little bit more androgynous with this. That would have been a little bit more of the obvious thing, but I think it also could have worked in this scenario a little bit better than it did. I want to like this look as well. Unfortunately, I don't. Um, it looks messy in a bad way, but I think neck up, she looks phenomenal. They, sorry, they look phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Coco, I love, I love Coco so much, but this, I mean, you can tell that it's mummy, but it's not, it's not a great interpretation of mummy. Scraps are very much just kind of everywhere. I mean, have the, uh, have more wrapping in like various places. Uh, what I'm even thinking of is have the breastplate, uh, have the breastplate entirely covered by wrapping, but just having the boobs out. Like that would have been so amazing and so much more in line with Coco. But I think this ultimately just fell flat. Um, I would like if there were like some, I can't remember who said it, but like the, there should be more bandages on the legs, especially like, it just feels like there's hardly anything there. Um, I really like this look as like, in terms of how it looks, I think it looks really cool. It just doesn't like hit the mark of what Coco was going for, you know, and that's, that's the unfortunate part. Yeah, I agree. Scores. I'll give this a 60. Ugh, I hate to say it. I hate to say it so much, but I think I plead the Pomara 5th. Uh, uh, I do too, and I feel really bad. <laughs> I hate to say it. Full A. 40, okay. I'm going to give a 35. It just it misses the mark almost entirely. The only thing that keeps it is the makeup. Honestly, I'm going to give it a 75 just because aesthetically I really enjoy it. <laughs> but, okay. like, I just don't... It does not fit the criteria whatsoever for the challenge. But in terms of, like, how it looks, I really like. But... It was a little ugly in areas. Yeah. <laughs> Don, don't you feel like a bitch now? Because <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> I don't feel like a bitch. Because this is not a... I played the Pomara fifth moment. I like it, though, but I just don't... I don't think... You're telling me this is... not an outfit. You're telling it's me this a... is all you 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 Don Don Andrea Stone Safini are sitting there on your gaming chair and telling me this is on par with Lala Ree's bag look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I will defend that. I love Coco with every fiber of my being. This is not it. Yeah. Swaps. Not it. Yeah. I love Coco hell of a lot. This completely failed. Next. Not a complete fail. There's somebody else who. Well, we said please. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, not complete fail, but not Melissa B. Fierce. Icon. This oh. look is amazing. This was this impressive. so good. Yes. yes. The the androgynous, <laughs> like effect that I wanted with Coco. I feel like Melissa did so well here. Yes. I was so happy with this look from Melissa. Um. They've also said, or she. I'm gonna she whatever. 
She's also said um, that she wanted to use more prosthetics on this season, just as something that they didn't get to do on season one. And so I'm really happy that the first challenge out the gate, she was able to do that. Um, I love this interpretation of vampire. I think it's really cute. I love the chapped skirt situation. Um, yeah, I think Melissa looks great. I love everything about this, apart from the chopped skirt. And you can tell Melissa's one of those people who learned how to sew far drag. Because no one who is sane does a chopped skirt. <laughs> Unless they do drag. I would have loved this if this... Well, I do love this. I just wish the skirt was not chapped. I'm also not huge on the elasticated belt, because I know you can get those belts on Amazon. I know because I had one in blue. Um, it's just an element I'm not a super fan of. I wish this. I wish the full skirt was black, and then also I wish she had this belt, a similar, oh, like a, a nicer corset, maybe not this elastic belt. The one thing I don't understand about this look, I'm not sure if it's the lighting, but why is her hair green? It's uh -huh. why is it's she green? It, I think it is the lighting uh, because I don't remember it being green at all. If it I, is, that's just really, really unfortunate because if they color corrected it properly and got that yes. green out of her hair and the wings there, it would have been it, it would have been easily one of her best photos. I watched the episode again today. It's black hair. Yeah. Um, because an outfit that wasn't shown to be green on the show is shown to be green in the photo that we'll see later. Um, but no, the hair is black. Okay, yeah, it's just so it's just weird lighting. Mm -hmm. yep. This look is fantastic. Because uh, as much as I love Erica's bat look, I, the wings are kind of giving bat, but like that fits vampire very well. So no mm -hmm. comment on that. But I just... Oh, it's so good. And also, even if like it's color detailing on the wings that make it look green, I kind of like that color with the wings a little bit more than I think I like the black with the wings. I think it gives them a nice little color contrast. And red and green can often make something look like Christmassy or like that kind of awkward. I know it's supposed to be black, but in this particular picture, I think it works better. True. Um, I, I was going to say, like I think with how they did the pictures, because the whole like Dracula Titans color font scheme with this has to probably do a part of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not mad at it. Like how they, how the lighting is here though. I do agree that like, I do prefer like the more black shine than the green shine for this picture. But um, this, yeah, this was one of my favorite outfits this week. Like um, the, the wings complement especially well with what um, Melissa was going for. Like I actually like the chap skirt. So, that's just me. Um, my cup is full here. My cup is definitely full. I'm going to give it a 95. Similar to Eris, I don't love the belt, but I think the rest of the pieces work very well. Hey, hey. Uh, I'm going to give a 95. Uh, overflowing. I love this look. All right. <coughs> Miss Kendra on it. Oh <coughs> my fucking god. I love this look. I love this look 
so much. The makeup, the outfit, it is impeccable. It is so, so obvious that it is Kendra, but it is so, so obvious that it is Frankenstein with elements of Frankenstein's bride. Literally oh, just perfect. Do y'all not get the other reference? Which one be specific here, please? Oh, this is this is a Grace Jones reference. Oh yeah. Oh the hair the hair to me. Oh the, the hair, the, yes. The jacket, I know. Yeah. I can see it. Thank I you, AJ. Okay. I I wanna like this, but I wish there was more going on with the jacket and leggings. Like I wish there was maybe some distressing going on. Or maybe if the jacket was spiked or had like pinstripes maybe. Just like I wanted it to I just wanted the jacket to have more elements because everything else, like the body makeup, the actual makeup, her hair, the accessories is fucking fierce. I just need the main outfit to be a little bit more advanced. I'm gonna agree with you. I think it's a very well done look. It's a very safe look. I think she was like solidly in the safe for me. Um, I love the melding of Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein's bride, Grace Jones, but it is still very, very Kendra. Um, I love the this more androgynous side of Kendra too. I think that's really, really smart of of her to do. Um, I I agree. I just wish there was a little bit more of something going on, but I think overall it's a good look. Yeah, like, I love this look, too. Like, um, I do agree, like, I wish there was more, like, something to it. But the makeup, though, I'm just in awe with this. Like, I really... The... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, cause like, um, like that, that, like, is a contour line? I just need it. Yeah. Yeah, that contour line just, just, just sold it for me how, like... It's just cut off there, and then, of course, the split face. Like, just everything about that makeup is, like, top-notch. She's so bummed up, honestly. Uh, I... Ratings? Was Don going to say something? I really like it. I mean, there, I don't really have anything else to add, but I like the look. Okay. Um, if we're doing scores now, um, I'll give it an 85. I'm going to give it an 85 as well. I'm going to give it an 85 as well. Make that four. <laughs> I've mind. Uh, I'm going to give it a 95. Oh. Uh, I, I, think, I think the concept is so beautifully done and the makeup is amazing that she deserves a 95 here. Uh, we're gonna make that five eighty fives on the evening. Uh, yeah, it's really Love good. That. It's just, Love that. It needs a little something extra. Jack, I appreciate you praising Kendra, but we've never had a panel of over four agree on a score, and you ruined it. I'm sorry. I just really like to come in and wreck things. I love that you loved this look, but you fucked it up. You fucking bitch, Kendra. I do this for you. That's the Teratoma. Uh, yes. Eight. Yes. Eight. Favorite this was look of everything. the week. Eight. The, the way they put it, it is, is literally 
Poso Teratoma as a dead pirate. Yeah. It's perfect. I just, oh my God, it's so, it's everything. It is everything I wanted when I saw, when they were saying what Poso was doing with this challenge. It's perfect. Bunga. And the, in the words of Daisy Ridley, yes, bitch, work. <laughs> Doors Gia opened for Daisy to say that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Can this, can this horse slut not fucking mute themselves? <laughs> anyway. Like, what shocks me how this was considered just safe. Like, high safe, but, like... What bothers me more is that the judges didn't immediately recognize this as a pirate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the hat could have been so a dead giveaway. Like, to me, at least. The hat is, like, a... Instant, yeah. Like, that's the first thing you think when you see the hat. Uh-huh. Like it, it, it's it read so well to me, and there's obviously things that we're not seeing, but it read so well to me that I was surprised by those critiques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I, how they did it, like they there was like it, it felt weird to like say that they were like you y'all did well in the challenge, um, and it's just like safe, and then they gave like high high safe, and then of course everyone else got low. Like we'll get into that later, but that's that's one of like wanted to bring it up for this specifically because i was like this like gave everything to me again that's my part my partial heavy bias but at the same time like come on like this this look is giving i i believe it was um esteemed poet laureate from bikini bottom pearl crabs once famously said that's so totally coral You know I was not, you know what, Coral, you not muting your mic when you get up. There was some chips left. I'm sorry. Okay, and and you're you were opening your door and we could hear it. Well, some people have doors. I don't know what else to tell you. Um Hoso is so spooky. Can we just give a score? <laughs> overflowing, so overflowing. He's a little spooky. Um, I still haven't talked yet. Um, I Sorry, like love. the look. It's okay. I like the look, but I agree. I didn't get pirate immediately just because of how maximalist it is. And when they said pirate, I was like, oh, it's a pirate. But it took me till after the monster ball and they got into the critiques for me like, oh, just because of how over, like, and because of the way she was sitting, I just didn't get it. But I get it now that I see that she's a pirate. I'm like, oh, duh. But my eyes were just so fixated on literally everything that I couldn't tell. Anyways, the look is fantastic. It's overflowing. Oh. Um, ball. Ball. Um, overflowing. I just think, I mean, it's Hoso. It's beautiful. It's over the top. It's everything that I want. Overflowing drink has spilled onto the floor, and yet another puddle of fluid in the floor. Just amazing. Uh, I, a new way for us to say um, the cup is overflowing for when we're covering Dracula should be Cindy, the TV is leaking. 
<laughs> oh my. Even destruction. Another gag look here. Oh my god, so Rose good. looks so good. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, she looks that. just like Rose, like Rose from the Beast Runway in this uh, look. Uh, and that's not a that's not shade. But oh no my shade. Like no, no, it was not shade because Rose literally looked that was the best Rose's ever looked, in my opinion. But this is hot. This is everything. The way she presented it, the cigarette with the pitchfork. Like, come on, man. Who comes up with that? That's good. Like, oh, this is amazing. This is like the four tenants of Dragula perfectly embodied in one outfit. Because it hits all the marks for me, personally. Maybe not filth as much as the other three, but like, depending on what you describe as filth. But like, the other three, nailed. Like, destroyed. I need to find this image to show you all because as a result... Oh, God, did I just crash? No, you're good. No, you're good. No. You're cut off a little bit. My Sadly. screen looked very fucking weird. But as a result of Eva doing this on this episode, I actually decided to be a devil for Halloween of my sister's Halloween wedding party thing. Oh, that's what you were... That's actually a really good photo of you. So you should I want to show it. Yes. I'm just going to find it. Yeah. How many devil looks have we seen overall? Like, I four come to mind. Yeah, because I um, again Rose, um, Tuck. Oh, five. Rose, Tuck, Eva, and then Kendall and Pythia on the same runway. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the entire oh, right. season four Angels and Demons runway on Drag Race. Crystal That's, Method. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, I've got there's so many. <laughs> there's probably more that we're forgetting. If I'm being yeah. honest, redacted winner of season four of Drag Race. <laughs> Gross. We don't yeah. talk about that. F-word. We don't talk about that. F word. Don, did you get to speak? I was the first one to speak, Mama. Okay, I... I'm just making sure because I want to <laughs> make sure everyone speaks. I'm doing my best not to interrupt anybody this episode. Oh, no, and no. I appreciate it, but also please speak your opinions because yeah, that's course. why we're here. <laughs> and that goes for everybody. Yes. Okay, I, I found picture evidence of what I want for Halloween. All right, yeah, let's, let's see it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was giving him, but like daddy him. I was going to say, I was girls? like, is that he him? him? Yeah. So her? He slash him. He's good. And this that's was the good. picture I first saw of Eris, and I was just like, yep. oh, my oh yeah. God. Yep, I wore that just to watch my entire family have a meltdown. <laughs> Mood. Score? Mm-hmm. Full. Full. Um Cindy, the TV is leaking. <laughs> <laughs> Full. Full. Uh Cindy, the TV is leaking. <laughs> God damn it. Y'all make... if... Actually, I do want to... Oh. oh, so we're not going to talk about that time when four of us agreed and two other people were... Sorry, I just, I forgot. This is just something I want to mention. I love that Eva has her body hair and drag. Like, as someone who also has their body hair and drag, it's, like, yeah. cool to see that represented. I just don't get why she has to shave it in a way that it looks like those sleeveless turtlenecks. Like, just continue to let it grow out on your shoulder, babe. You don't need to shave this diagonal line of hair on your shoulders. Because it makes her look like she's wearing a fur tank top. 
What's wrong with fur tank tops, Eris? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eric, clash. This is it's cute. freaking bats. I love Halloween. <laughs> this is cute. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, I just got it, Don. I <laughs> love this look. Again, I am biased, but I love this look. I get what the judges were saying by it being basic and a little bit simple. However, I think that the ears and everything and the wig is perfectly styled, honestly. I love her makeup in this. I love the little bit of bloodiness. This is so cute. I'm sorry. I would wear this. No, this I would wear this Can I also I would absolutely wear. Can I also just say how good it is that she was able to differentiate being a bat from being a vampire here? Like, it's yeah. very clearly a vampiric bat, but it is more heavily leaning into that bat aesthetic versus yeah. the vampire, which we had already seen. Versus the bat-like vampire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. the, the, main, the main difference here is how Erica did her makeup in this. Like, yes. it shows, like, very bat and also, like, Part of the bodysuit, like bat has bat has fur on their chest, like well, like on the titties, on the, on the chest area. Yes, yeah. so it's like this is like this is quintessential bat. And you know, Erica could have very, very easily do, done vampire because she has an outfit from when she did Dracula's daughter that would have fit perfectly into the category. And no, she didn't. She actually put the effort in to make a whole new costume. So I don't want to hear anyone complaining about the fucking wig for the rest of the season. I also think even if this outfit is simple, it's polished and it's done really fucking well. And um, I won't hear any complaints about it. I love it. She's I just, bonza. It, this look is great. Uh, this just feels like Erica's entire, like, I don't, I don't really know how to say it. Like, just Erica just put so much effort into this and I, it shows. Like, I really love it. Even if it is simple, like, it doesn't have to be anything complicated all the time. If you execute the challenge well in a simple thing, that's honestly more impressive to me that you didn't have to take five ever to make an outfit that looks super complicated. Like it looks, it fits the challenge very well. Would you say she put her entire clashacy into this look? Uh, No, I would say she put her entire batacy into this look. Um, I want to go ahead on record and say if the challenge was based. 100% 100% on the performance in the music video, Erica Clash would have won this challenge. That part. Correct. No, like Correct. fully. I thought, like, the way that they were like, Erica, you're in the bottom by default. And I was like, yeah. I'm she sorry. Should, like, she was in the bottom by default because everybody else was literally so good. Well, like, okay. There were two people who did not lip sync. We will talk about both of them shortly. But there were two people who just straight up didn't lip sync. And if the challenge is a lip sync challenge with a look, why are we, I'm sorry, putting someone in the top who did not lip sync? Look, that part. Yeah. I will bring it up more when we talk about that person specifically. But I I guess, I don't even know. The, the judging was confusing. But it kind of got remedied by something we'll discuss later on. Yeah. Only kind of. It only kind of did. Kinda dead, but yeah. I, are, we, are we okay to talk about where Erica placed right now? Or is that something we're talking about later? Yeah, we can talk about it now, too. Okay. Erica 
in the bottom two for this episode is absolute lunacy. I'm Agreed. sorry. Agreed. Yes. Even if this outfit was absolute garbage, okay? If it was, like, terrible, which it's not, let's be clear. Erica had the best performance in the lip sync, in my opinion. And honestly, one of the better outfits on the evening. Maybe not, like, top five or anything, but, like, top six, top seven outfit of the evening. Yeah. And that should have at least been saved. Like, I'll talk. I'll talk more nuts. about it later. I think the difficulty with this is the fact that everybody was filming at the same time, so the other uh, ghouls could not see Erica's performance. And yeah. now that we're doing a an all a Drag Race All Stars style voting scenario, they have to go off of what the boulets are saying. And if the boulets are saying she wasn't, she, she was in the bottom by default that I understand how she ended up in the bottom two. However, the boule should have never put her in the bottom three to begin with. Correct. Yeah, I feel like she unfortunately got dragged down. I feel like the boule still don't understand Erica. And I love Erica, and I don't want to say this. Do not be surprised if we lose Erica in the next episode. I don't want that to happen. Do not say it. I don't want that to happen. But based on this episode, I feel like the boule still don't understand Erica. No, I really agree with that. I really don't Logan, think they do. Again, I don't want that to happen. I don't want this to happen because I love Erica. But just don't be surprised when we come back next week to film this and we're losing Erica. Yeah, I don't even want to think about that being an option, though. Mm-mm. I don't. don't that I, I, had to bring I it up, hate. I had to. You you did have to bring it up, and it sucks. All we can do is form a prayer circle and make sure that Quite doesn't literally. happen. Quite just literally. Quite literally. In the words of Erica Clash, it's not game over yet for Miss Erica Clash. And unfortunately, the format of this season also really does not play into her hand. I know, that's the key Especially issue. because all of the queens are already undervaluing her. So I yeah. feel like if she does slip up at any point, which she didn't even slip up this week, if she does slip up for one episode, which, yeah. let's be real, it's happened before, Yeah, she could just get yeeted because yeah. the queens <laughs> already don't think she's doing very well. And on top of that, Monsters. her one and only storyline got eliminated. So really quick, I don't think we ever directly said what we're actually talking about here. So do we just want to bring it up really quick? Which aspect of it? Uh, the actual system of elimination this season. I was going to bring it up in a second once we get through the... the once okay, get, yeah. Once we get through it. Yeah. yeah. So that's when they reveal it. So that's when I was going to bring it up. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just a lot. I, I have a lot of feelings about Erica and where she's at in this season so far. Um. Anyway, scores. Full. Overflowing. The TV is leaking. All of full. that. Live. Full. It's full. The cook's full. I have to give it a 90. I there. just wish it was... I just wish there was a little bit more of something, but it's very good. Cancel Logan. Uh, the TV's <laughs> leaking. <Wow. laughs> uh, it's not leaking. I, it's a good look, but it, it's also like a 90. I think Logan is right. 
Not you, not you kicking Jack out. Yeah, I have You can silence me all you want. <laughs> I sure will. You're so bongo for that. Boot. Scoot. Okay. Literally, why it. Can I start? In the words of. Can I start, please? Actually, can I start because I've got something to say? Go. By all means. In the words words of Tamar Braxton, why is she green? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, that was. I'm gonna gonna throw to AJ, but that was a great way to start. Okay. I'm sorry, that was good. Um, (laughs) Y'all, this look. Okay, when I saw that, I was like, oh, a boar is a troll doll. And I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. That was the first thought I had. And then I was, they were saying they didn't get it. I'm like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong and I'm not getting the reference. But that was what I thought. And then she's like, oh, I was going for alien. And I'm like, where? I mean, the thing where? is, though, like, literally <laughs> when they were doing the whole like intro thing, they went Abora as question mark, question mark, question mark. I scream. I shade. I, I genuinely don't think Abora even know what she was. And yeah. that was a big issue. Do you know well, also, have you all watched The Mass Singer before? Did you watch like, the of first course. season of Mass Singer? The only alien that this even remotely reminded me of was freaking Latoya Jackson. <laughs> <outfit>. <laughs> And that's Latoya with the mask off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so, do that to Latoya. No, 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 no. So no. here's here's the thing that I mentally go through. Um, she oh, looks like a rose with the specific colors. She has a very stem into rose aesthetic. Yes. Mm-hmm. The only issue is, how the fuck does that relate to anything Halloween? I just want to know how she went oh through God, the process of this. figuring this out. Do you know? You why, know is what, why is she green? <laughs> why is she no. green? I, yeah, do you, want, no. do you really want to know what Abara, Abara is? She's the toilet brush to the Teletubby toilet. <laughs> <laughs> It's giving Babette from Beauty and the Beast if like she literally had sex with the beast and this is her child oh my god it's giving freaking truffy latrie real this honestly oh my <laughs> we're all going to hell no literally anyways <laughs> i was gonna say this is giving feather duster i think someone directly <laughs> said feather duster yeah on the actual episode mm-hmm. it's oh my god abora what the Fuck. But in but in their own words in the confessional, they're gonna rest on the fact that they know they're good. Well, mistakes were made, girl. I'm I'm gonna skip a couple people real quick and give my score because I plead the Pomara fifth. I'll just straight up say it zero. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna say zero because the whole prompt was to be a Halloween character. If you are not a Halloween character, you straight up are not following the prompt and cannot be scored. I mean, y'all be being too fucking nice. This isn't even a zero. Bitch broke the fucking cup. Like, no, honestly. so, so <laughs> for, for context, for context, pleading the Pamara fifth is refusing to score, which is oh, I, I don't zero. refuse to score. Bitch gets like a negative 10. Like, honestly, okay. broke the damn <laughs> I love it. No, I'm here for it. Yes. 
We just we adopted that from uh, the one and only Super Duper Mini Cooper. So um, <laughs> yeah, uh, she chucked the mug at the wall. Literally, <laughs> I just there's so many questions, and I don't think any of them will be answered. No, maybe she, maybe her mark. initial costume fell through, and she had to just use something else because but she was we, something is wrong. She was making some Muffman kind of shit when she started. Yeah. We saw. Um, I would love to know what happened in between the first boudoir day and the second boudoir day. I know the answer is nothing, right? The, the answer is nothing. But <laughs> can we can we move on? Yes, please, yes. please, please, sir. Oh, um, I played the Pomarfe. No, I don't give a fuck about your score. <laughs> Mute yourself when you blow your damn nose. Oh. <laughs> Just mute yourself this, in general. This is the third time this has happened. We had to bring it up. Anyways. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> I need to start with Yoska. Okay. This is one of my favorite looks of this episode. Same. However, the bitch didn't lip sync at all. She did not lip sync. Okay. There was not. I've watched this challenge four times. And her mouth did not move one time. And if this is a lip sync based challenge, I'm so sorry. Yovska should have been in the bottom. I kind of agree. Yeah. Well, Unfortunately, why... in that case, yes, I agree. The look is amazing. The look is amazing. Pumpkin titties. Pumpkin titties. <laughs> Let's go, pumpkin titties. Smiling jack o' lantern titties. Put on some pumpkin titties, bitch. <laughs> Why don't you got any pumpkin titty pants on? <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad that Yosuke can finally show us where pumpkin spice came from. I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> I, right. I love everything about this look. My only thing is, I don't like the purple stripes. I wish the purple stripes weren't black. So it was cohesive with us the love. So I like now. the I like the purple stripes because that feels very uh, traditional American Halloween costume. That part mm-hmm. I was gonna say that. That's that was what just... I and I don't know if that's like a British thing. No, that y'all don't see it, but I see these kinds of like sock legging situations all the time for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, been, I just would have liked it to have been more involved with the rest of the look. Like if there was some purple in the, in the costume. Yeah, I, I see that. I just really wish Yoska would have freaking performed in the damn challenge. I because, know. Because if Yoska had, right, like, even if it was just basic mouth movement, right, like, no dancing, no nothing, that would have been at least a high placement, probably, because this outfit, and honestly, in my opinion, is that good. I think it is probably the best thing Yoska's worn on the show, in my opinion, maybe. All, it's all up there. Need, all they needed to do was watermelon cantaloupe, because that's what Melissa did. <laughs> <laughs> no, what Melissa did was actually no. That's a lie. Melissa did the choreography correct. It was Ken from Coco Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This challenge is a fucking mess. Kendra tried to do the choreography. Coco was just stood there minding her own business. I was gonna. I was gonna ask if this was the worst challenge specific that Dragula's done, but then I remembered on season four they did an acting challenge. Yes. Oh God. Okay, oh, we, no, we, that we was camp. That, that, was, that was bad. That it was, was not camp. That was bad. No, no, no. no. Like, in, in my opinion, I was like, 
like I could see what they were trying to go for, but I kind of do agree with Logan how like that was, eh, ugh. like, ugh. but back to this. I like um, this look. I, I yeah, really I cool. love this. Yeah, Don, Don, please give an opinion. Yeah, the pumpkin titties are really cool. I enjoy the I enjoy the campness of it all. The striped um like like the striped leggings that she's giving, I really enjoy. The only thing I do wish is that there's a lot of realism mixed with a lot of camp. And sometimes I don't really like when it mixes together like that. So I wish the wood was either a little bit more cartoony or the fabric and the pumpkins were a little bit more real. That's the only sure. critique I have for it. Sure. I love the hair or whatever's coming out of the top of the top pumpkin. The, I can't even roots. really. Is it's it roots? Is it like tree branch? I, I, I think, it, it's, I think so it's like cool. roots. Yeah. Whatever it's it is, supposed so cool. to look like pigtails, I think, which makes it even better. Yes. Yeah. Like. It's just such a nice little touch because honestly, it doesn't. The outfit doesn't even need it, but it just makes the outfit feel more complete. And Eris, what uh, are you doing? So cool. The most <laughs> scores overflowing, full. In the words of American poet Onika Mirage Petty, F R E K, he got pictures of my titties in his briefcase. Um, <laughs> Cindy, the TV's leaking. If I completely forget about the pure absence of performance, <laughs> uh, Cindy, the TV is leaking. If I also completely forget about the <laughs> lack of performing, Cindy, there's a flood coming out of the TV. <laughs> If I forget how freaking awesome it was in the damn challenge, Sydney, the TV is literally spilling gallons of blood at this point. I'm dripping. I was gonna make fuck you. <laughs> I I'm dripping. I'm dripping. I kind of want to punch her in the bubble. I'm dripping. Put on some pumpkin titties, bitch. <laughs> some pumpkin titties, bitch. Okay, we finally reached the last fucking look. And, of course, we're ending on a good note. Victoria Elizabeth Black. Yovska did the outfit better. <laughs> Ooh! Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly. Um, I think they're two <laughs> different interpretations. One of them is obviously a lot more, like, Campy and fun with it, and the and this one is more trying to lean into the horror. Yeah, I think. Okay, you're good. So I think Victoria is the person who hit the challenge nail on the head the most because she took a classic Halloween costume in an American sense and made it into this fucking heightened, monstrous version of it flawlessly and i think that is why we got the outcome we got um i mean i didn't really pay that much attention to victoria in the party until she flips the fucking lid off and there's pumpkin goop on her head mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. like, i was limica the pumpkin guts like literally on this dress too like i wouldn't have thought of that i would She's have so small mm -hmm. i yeah. want to give a shout out because I know who made this outfit, um, and it's Joshua Collins from Collins Creative, and it's this whole team that's based in Kissimmee, Florida. And I know they helped with the outfit. I'm not sure if they made the entire thing, 
but literally like this is so freaking cool and so creative I love the idea of taking a hoop skirt and covering it in pumpkin guts. Her silhouette looks fantastic. Her waist is insane. Her body literally looks like she's dead. Like. Dead. Literally dead. Like that looks like it's been decaying for at least a week. Mm. And that's in the best way fucking possible. This is literally, I don't even know how to say other than overflowing the Cindy the TV is leaking. Cindy the TV flooded the fucking house. Cindy, literally the TV made Vecna go and fucking like tentacle porn his own whatever. Like, yeah. See, I like the look. I really think it's a really like well-constructed. It looks fantastic. Uh, I love the, is it like claws? I can't really think of a better way to describe it other than that. Fingernails. Um, yeah, the nails. Whatever the hand is going on with the hands. Love it. I just can't help but compare it to Yavska's look. And I personally enjoy Yavska's more. But I think they're both look fantastic. So. What sells it for me, if I'm being honest, is the pumpkin gut skirt. Yes. That's really what gets it there for me. And what blends. I find that element of it so um subtly campy and it brings like this new like elevation to victoria because i'm gonna be honest season two and resurrection obviously victoria is a very talented drag artist but i wasn't like in love with victoria and now i'm like okay i want to see what this bitch does every single week because this is fantastic it's so simple it's so refined but it gets the point across in such the perfect way. I love every single aspect of this. She's so bunker. Did everybody else give their give their I, Yes. Didn't mop it. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the one thing that specifically uh made her just like the winner was having that uh reveal on the top where she could pull the it off. Pumpkin and it was the pumpkin, pumpkin, yep. pumpkin guts. It was so good. I agree. And she actually knew the words to the song. Yes. Which beats half the cast. Yeah. Great, because it was hard to move her mouth. Yes. Um, Scores. Cindy, the TV's leaking. Cindy, the TV's leaking. Vecna porn, all that. (laughs) Cindy, the TV is leaking so bad that it's flooded the A19, and I'm now trapped in the village of Kellington. And our local councillor is bitching about how the road wouldn't have gotten done faster if it was China, so people need to stop saying that to him. Make that four. (laughs) Cindy, the TV's leaking. I hate to do it, y'all. The cup is full. It's not quite leaking for me. AJ, no! (laughs) You are valid in your opinion. Block them, block them. You are valid. (laughs) You are valid, but no. <laughs> you are valid in your opinion. That does also mean I want to attack you. <laughs> you are valid in your opinion. However, fuck off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> as we say in Yorkshire, as we say, get to fuck. Anyway. Okay, we're going to speed through the end of this episode. So, top three. Victoria Yobska. No, no. No, no, Yovska was safe, never mind. Yeah, Yovska was safe. Um, Victoria, Eva, Astrid. Victoria, Victoria, Eva, Astrid, thank you. Bottom three, 
uh, Erica, Coco, and Abora. Like I've talked about a lot, I unfortunately think Jovska should have been in the bottom over Coco. Which no, over, over, over Erica. Over Erica, Erica. Yeah. Over, over, Erica. Uh, over Erica. Over Erica. No. Words. It's uh, been two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, and we now have the voting reveal. I was waiting for you to bring it up, Jack, because you brought because it up. It's basically survivor rules. I don't even think the top yep. person was declared safe. It's nope. literally anyone. You they could have voted vote for Victoria for if they wanted to. Anyone to go home. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that matters is social strategy. Which, I mean, to Logan, Brandon, and me, AJ, I'm not completely familiar with you. I don't know if you've ever played at uh, minis. Like social. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Say, so social strategy games to us are like sacred. So Jack I'm too. Jack as yeah. well. Uh, oh, Jack, I, you played them as well? Uh, everyone, yes. everyone here everyone is from our here. community, minus Apart Dawn. from Dawn. Okay, so uh, everyone but uh, fucking Dawn. Yeah, so I actually strategy. played games with AJ back in the day. Yeah. That, well, that's how I met Logan and Brandon. But yeah. it's, like, so sacred to us. I'm so fucking excited to get a season of Dracula yeah. with voting. Like, <laughs> like, I'm ready for it to get so... Kai, vicious and messy. Oh, it's, it's gonna get messy. It's gonna get messy. Like, I'm ecstatic. I hate it. I hate it, okay? This is giving me... I don't know if y'all ever watched this show, but it was on the History <laughs> Channel, the fucking Top Shot, like, the original, like, yep. two or three seasons of Top Shot. It's giving me Top Shot, okay? okay. Because the, the problem here is, as much as I love the voting in itself, it's not they're given these options, these are the people they can vote for, mm-hmm. Okay. In a show like Survivor, it works because they're not really, like, there's not, like, a set competition, like, where you can win the challenge. And if you win the challenge, you're safe, right? Yeah. Even if they had made, just made, okay, everyone except for Victoria can get votes this week. Mm-hmm. I would be totally fine with that. I would have zero problems with it. it. Even if it's a rule they just didn't say it in the show, that's fine, too. But I just, ugh, I hate it whenever they feel like they have to make a, like, performance show have some sort of social strategy element to it just to make it more interesting. This cast is going to serve you drama no matter what. It doesn't always have to be like that. Valid. Every time. Completely valid. But, realistically, it was kept generally tame and the bottom three, I think, plus Yavska got votes. Yes. I don't think they released an official vote count. No, um, I have, no, I have but, I have eight of the ten of them. So, um, somebody made a uh, post on Reddit. I looked it up just because it's not on the Wikipedia page for uh, Titans right now. Um, because it's on the, of, so, it's Vi- on- Victoria's and um, Yoska's votes were the two that didn't get shown on screen. Yeah. Uh, Victoria said in a confessional that she was voting for Abora. Yeah. So. In order for it not to tie, Yavska would have either had to vote for Abora or Air or uh, Coco, or someone else, or someone else. Yeah, so she could not have voted for Erica at minimum. And I don't think she would have voted for Erica. Like, but, period. But if there was a tie, that still just means that they would have been the bottom two. Yeah. Yes. 
I think so. Do the boulets get to decide out of the bottom two who goes home, or yes. is it the person with the most votes goes home? No, so it's the boulets get to pick. Okay. The, yeah. So they so the the titans pick the bottom two, and the boulets ultimately decide who goes home. Which is okay. honestly how I kind of wish Drag Race operated, which is why I like it for Dracula. Mm -hmm. I, that honestly I, makes sense because I, you can send the winner to the bottom. All that's going to do is likely execute the other person. Exactly. Dawn, yeah. please go, because I know you're trying to say something. <laughs> um, it's okay. I um, I feel like we're forgetting to bring up the most important part of this episode, and honestly, like, the most iconic part of this episode, which is Coco Kane trying to write. I was going to bring <laughs> it up, and then you did it before I could. <laughs> well, I haven't gotten to speak uh, back this podcast. And we have your moment, girl. Let have it. My moment. Have it. <laughs> Coco Let me with nails that are literally this long from her finger. Oh, no, ma'am. Probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Her dragging <laughs> the nail into the quill, and then she was trying to write it. <laughs> it was so good. Can I that test my vote? But yeah, huh. that's it. Okay. I, I like that they decide the bottom two, and that the boulets choose who gets eliminated, because yeah. it stops them it stops them putting a front runner in the bottom, like if everyone was to say try and get rid of Victoria, but then she's in the bottom with whoever Victoria voted for. So say, Abara, it stops them, kind of fucking over the front runner almost immediately, and yeah. it still gives production some control to be like, okay, let's not look crazy. Yeah. So. The then again, it's Dracula. We saw what they did to Astrid. The bottom two is announced. Yeah. And it is Abora and Erica. Wait. And I didn't have time to make a banner because I didn't know we were going to that immediately. But can we actually, oh. could we yeah. just quickly talk about also kissing Abora on the sofa and then having a moment? And then I would Astrid is, not. Astrid's across the room, like. I mean, yeah, this is, like, the vital part of where this is all coming in, because, like, the hypocrisy, <coughs> and I see where Abora was getting confused. Yeah. Like, she was like, um, you're giving me this, mm -hmm. but also you're saying, like, I want to be just platonic, but then you're kissing, like, I get that. I get where she's coming from there, or they're coming from. It's a lot of different and, things. And there's there's also the confusion of, like, the, the Hoso and Astrid of it all. Hoso did tweet earlier today saying that they are in an open poly relationship, which is what I assumed was the case, because mm -hmm. it's never explicitly said in the episode. It was probably said in a confessional and got cut, but it was never explicitly said, so they said it on their socials. Um, I assume that's what was happening, uh, so I that whole situation was that. So here are the votes that we know from this episode. We know everybody's vote, but Yovska, like we alluded to earlier. Uh, votes for Abora were Erica, Kendra, Coco, and Victoria. Votes for Erica came from Abora, Eva, and Melissa. Yes. We had Astrid voting for Coco. And we had Hoso voting for Yovska. Do we I, feel like Hoso was just trying to stay out of it and just yes, vote for somebody yes, who was obviously yes. not going home? Yes. yes. Which, I, super smart. Like, 
especially when this one, the votes are probably split really evenly between the two of them. Like, it makes sense to stay out of the mess because you don't know who's going to go. Yeah, I don't blame her for that at all. Gagula. Yeah. Gagula. Anything of Gaga, let's. Are we ready to talk about how a Titan dies? I, it was so I love this. I love this. Because it reminds <laughs> yep. me of another queer run show that has people screaming and in horror all the time. Ellen's Game of Games. <laughs> no, you can prove that. No. Uh-oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, Jack. Yeah, no. but um... I truly I truly did not know what direction you were going in. I thought you were going to say Joey Griseff has escaped the night. No! No. <laughs> Iconic, though. Okay, Escape it the Night is good. It wouldn't have been too far off. Escape, Escape the Night is, is great. Is, season three yeah. of Escape <laughs> the Night, still good. Uh, so is that going to have to be a cut three? God damn it. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably will. Um, but, yeah. Uh, when, when I saw them walking up the stairs and they had their hands crossed, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a trap. The door, drama. The camp. The stupidity. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Can we also talk about Abora's little ah, like flail <laughs> as Abora's falling too? I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna be honest God. though. They announced Abora and Erica in the bottom. I was like, fuck, we're losing Erica. Like that's where my mind went to immediately. I was like, God damn it. Because I did oh. not think the Boulets would have sent Abora home. Please? Oh my god. So I watched this episode on the train like at six in the morning because that's when it was on to me uh-huh. and I had to get to work early that day yeah. and I was somewhere between Glass Houghton and Muddlesford and Abora dropped through that fucking trap door and I because I'm such an Erica said I just loudly yelled yes to a very full train of people stood up turning around and staring around at me including my mother and my mum was like what the fuck is going on and I was like oh it's it's just a TV show and my mum was <laughs> My mom just looked at me with like all the hatred in her eyes because it was that early in the morning. Oh my god! <laughs> also acknowledge Kendra and Coco having Coco <laughs> dying laughing. Yeah, Coco. <laughs> Coco was literally just like <laughs> they they were just trying like, not trying to, like, to hold it in but couldn't. It was so good. Uh, it was so I good. Mean, what other what other way could they eliminate them by other than like via a fucking 10 you know what it reminds me of it's total drama like when they started shooting people out of cannons and shit it's like oh my god we finally got yeah the moment of shame oh my god it's giving the teletubby toilet of shame (laughs) (laughs) i fucking hate you anyway bye Uh, whore Maybe, uh, the maybe one they'll be back. Yeah, I hope not. Erica just casually flipping every single person. I love it. Yes. It was so good. And I mean, now... She had a for her. See, I think now Erica has a storyline, so I don't think she's going to be immediately eliminated of like, y'all don't think I'm supposed to be here. Now I'm going to prove it. Mm-hmm. Can the exactly. next challenge just be a video game horror challenge, please? Honestly. Honestly. Like, please. And then they'll probably still find a way to send Erica home, but... Exactly. No, they're just anime villains of the top three are Yosuke Hoso and Erica. 
And they still and go they down. They still inside. find a way to send Erica home. They just pull out a gun. <laughs> they just straight up execute her. Let's just uh, get in the but, box. Okay, I think that's a great place to end because it's been two hours and thirty-five minutes, oh, and we still have to go away. record another episode. And oh, an episode after you. that. Thank you so much for joining us for this uh, episode that was very long. Uh, we'll be back next week with a much shorter episode, hopefully. <laughs> no. Hey, don't count this no, no promises. <laughs> that part. Cheers. Uh, bye. Goodbye, gayers. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, Cheers pumpkin bars. There you go. I have to pee so bad, and I've been sitting here this entire two hours. Just go to the toilet. Just also, Jesus vodka. Christ.